Ta ta ta, Knudy, you Thunderbolt BJ in the gag gag gag. Thunderbolt BJ in the gas. In the gas. <laughs> Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy, man. Hi, I'm JB, and welcome to the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast. With me, as always, are my two aficionados. To my right, we have our Chris's comics host, our comic book blogger and general squirrel botherer, Chris Wakefield. Hello. That's me. Hello. How are you guys? I'm well, good. Kind of good. I've explained my car trouble, but I won't bore everyone. Um, and <laughs> directly opposite of me is my movie mogul. My cinema goer from his own bedroom, Gaz Ma- the Gaz Masters. Hello, Gaz. Hello. Hello. Nice loud shirt today. Yeah. Well, um, it's a podcast, not a video, so may as well make uh, use of that. Yeah. No worries. It's like salmon a... and navy blue stripe. Is that salmon? That's t-shirt. salmon. Orange to me. That's salmon. It's salmon. I mean, I'm, yeah, I know we do a podcast, so it's not like we take a photo every podcast. So. Well. Well, we don't have to do with this one. You, you did that lovely picture of an Infinity Gauntlet mug. I thought we could use that. All right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we're, this is... Well, you've just kind of given a clue. If the title also doesn't give it away, we're going to go through every Marvel movie. In case you know, there's an Infinity War coming to the cinemas soon, and it's been ten years in the making, which I kind of can't believe that yeah. on the top of its head. Um, it's kind of like what started our friendship, in a way. Ten well, years in the making. Ten it's, years in the making. Because well, like we hung out when you were a pirate, but w- when we <laughs> when we really got like you know intimate and our friendship went on a different level was when Iron Man came out and we started touching each other in the cinema. That's how it started. <laughs> you know. um, yeah. So we're gonna we're not gonna do trailers on news like we normally do because uh, we are aware uh, this is a this is quite a feat. Uh, we've all rewatched them. I don't know how. I mean, I remember Gaz. I rewatched them quite. You watched oh, yeah, oh, it's like a couple I, I months ago. It's supposed wasn't to be it? like you watched one a week, didn't it? But I just binged it. I finished it probably about a month or so. Well, I finished it just before Black Panther, I think. Yeah, the only ones I haven't rewatched is technically Thor Ragnarok. It's the only because I've well, seen it so, so recently. Recent, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about every MCU movie. Um, some may call this an MC reunion of some sort. No. Oh no. my god. No. I think okay. you, you better cut in it. Okay. Oh, that was quality. That was awful. So we're going to go straight from all the way back. We'll go obviously in chronological order. We're not going to do the TV shows. So I, I thought that we were going to... Because we made a, a, each a list about, about how we ranked them, didn't we? Well, it's funny you say that. That's the one thing I've not done because... Oh, just, that's the only thing I have done. It's, it's, the, it's too hard to do. I, I think. Oh, it well, took, well, it took me. I haven't put it in hard. like complete order. I know where I kind of get a feel where these. Yeah, are. I've got my ratings on my IMDb. I know what's so my highest. I know what's my lowest. I think a lot of the ratings I've got on mine will be ones I've rated at the time mm. as well. So it's not like I've rewatched it and changed my mind or anything like that. This was quite it was quite interesting treading over the I've prepared for a different podcast. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Have you not have rewatched them all and ordered them in which I think are the best? 
Yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say one. which ones we think are the yeah. best, but obviously there's going to be a few in the middle. Why would we not so talk about each one? I, I know, I just Where it we sits would. in the franchise, I think, is a good uh, methodology, though. So I, I know where like some of them, I think, don't sit that well mm. in the whole thing, and some of them that really do, or which I prefer out of the universe and stuff. I just thought we were going to go around and save all this. I thought that's what we were doing. How short would that podcast be? Why <laughs> no, would we then we were say... going to discuss why each of us were wrong, or, and then go through the films. I thought we were going chronologically through the films. Why would we not film? go chronologically through the films? Okay, we could do that. <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought it would have taken fucking forever to do that, that's all. Well, yeah, that's why we said we wanted to... We're skipping the news, we're skipping the trailers. Okay. We're going to go through all the films, or 18, as last, last accounted, might be wrong, yeah, 18, 18 yeah. films... And some of these films we've actually never properly talked about before because they came up before we started doing these podcasts. Yeah, true. So we'll begin... Talked about them off air to each other, but yeah. Mm. We'll begin where it all began. Can I just give you my list first? Oh my God, why? Because <laughs> I took ages to do this list. <laughs> I've been racking my brains for weeks over Go this fucking on, list. Go on, do your fucking right. list. And then you can tell me how wrong I am, okay? So should I go from top to bottom or bottom to top? It do- whatever. Right. At number one. Right. Right. I Actually, think... no, go backwards. Go backwards. Worst to best. Okay. Coming in at 18 is The Incredible Hulk. At 17, Captain America the First Avenger. 16 is Thor the Dark World. 15 is Black Panther. 14, Iron Man 2. Closely followed by Iron Man 3 at 13. Number 12 is Doctor Strange. 11 mm. is Thor. 10 is Ant-Man. Number nine is Spider-Man Homecoming. Eight, Winter Soldier. Seven, Iron Man. Six, Avengers Assemble. Five, Age of Ultron. Four, what? Four, Civil War. Three, Thor Ragnarok. And then I had a very hard time choosing the top spot. And number two, I picked Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And number one has got to be Guardians of the Galaxy for me. But mm. I, had, I had a tough choice choosing between one and two Guardians. Um, it's only when I rewatched Guardians 2 the other day that I realised some of the jokes really fell flat. Like that tape one. Well, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get to that. We'll get to but that. Yeah, that's, that's my I list. don't know how much I agree and, with that. Uh, and yeah. some I do and some I don't. I knew there'd be some controversy, which is why I thought, you know, we'll discuss it. But if you want to do it this way, then we'll talk afterwards about yeah. ordering. That's fine. Well, where do we begin? Is it Iron Man or Iron Hulk? Man. It's, it's weird because it? some sites said Hulk came first. It's definitely Iron Man. I thought it was Iron Man. Um, main thing to talk about for me, I wrote down, so I wrote notes on each one when I was watching them, and I'm, if you can tell, I was always a little little sourced. <laughs> little it looks like shorthand. Uh, it's fucking very shorthand. Um, for Iron Man, I wrote, the graphics still hold up. Yeah. Which I very much think they did, and still do. Um and I've put... <laughs> Why have I wrote that? I've put, better than Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> How pissed were you? Wow. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we've got that out of Iron the way. Man, uh, better than Last Jedi. I think I might be talking about the graphics. I might be talking about the graphics there. Because I do remember, I hated the... Gra- the, the, the you know where they're running on them crap horses in Last Jedi? Them alien the crap horses. horses. They, I do remember... The horse with the batteries. And I think what I'm pointing out here is that the graphics are, are really, really well done. I, I love Iron Man. I, I love yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, I I it, story. It, it's, it's a belting 
kickoff yeah. to the MCU. Like it just... made everyone go, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, was... where did this come from? You know, I think in the grand time scale of things, where is the Dark Knight? Is that before this all began, or was it during? Dark Knight, off the top of my head, I think it was two thousand. Dark Knight was two thousand and. Let me just double check this. I thought it was two thousand five. So I remember that being the first comic film. Around then, yeah. where everyone was like, "Wow, we can watch this," and I think like the thing was at that point. Obviously, that was just a completely different thing. Anyway, there wasn't like comic book universe mm-hmm. movies and stuff. And this one, obviously, it was the first one, so there hadn't been everything else yet. But it was just such a good kickoff. Dark Knight was two thousand eight. There you go. All right, so it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I. I Put Robert Downey Jr. back on the map. Yeah, and also yeah. this comic. It wasn't. They, yeah, uh, Sam Lee's even said they were yeah. the, the Iron Man sales were so poor in the comic they were actually thinking of ending it. Mm. Well, oh, it was, he was. It was never a really popular, you know, character in the comics. Really, his cartoon was crap. You know, he, he wasn't. Oh, hold on. It, I like the cartoon. Oh, come on, it wasn't that great. I liked it. It was no uh, Batman the Animated Series. Oh yeah. Okay. But um, now, I mean. He wasn't thought of as a cool superhero before this film, really. He, and he certainly wasn't the, the big, you know, figurehead that he, he is now to this day for yeah. Marvel. But Stark. Anyway, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not so Star. Man. It's Stark. It's yeah. Tony Stark. It is, it's bigger than... Tony Stark is bigger than Iron Man mm. in, in, as a character. It's like Batman's bigger than Bruce Wayne. Superman's bigger than Clark Kent. But Tony Stark is bigger than Iron Man. And talk about perfect casting. No one yeah. else could have played. Yeah, I, I honestly Stark. think there's a lot to be said for that because we obviously we've mm. gone through what DC, D, what whatever they call those, <laughs> um, whatever, you know, their casting. We've sometimes gone, mm, and it's not been a great kickoff to their franchise. Whereas this, you just feel that they nailed mm. the first few. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. Wow. Even. Uh, We'll obviously go on to the Incredible Hulk in a bit, but that's the only one that's not then lasted, which is odd. That wasn't um, that's not Marvel Studios, yeah. so it was Universal. It was a different studio that produced that film. Was it? Oh, no. was it? Was that Marvel no. just linking it? I included it because it comes yeah, up in the chronological order. It's, a, it's included, but um, Marvel Studios didn't make that film. That's interesting. It was Universal. Yeah. That kind of made sense, because Universal do still own Hulk. And they hate, they wanted to do one, and they hated that one from before by that um, Angley Angley one is Eric, fucking. Is old. that Eric Banner that yes. did Hulk in that? One? Yeah, ironically enough, no. get someone with the, the same surname, he'll do. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> um, it's it's funny though, you know. We're not we're not talking about the Hulk yet, but I know a lot of people that who love those Hulk films, the Ang Lee one and the Edward Norton one. Oh, I hate the and, Ang Lee one, but I like the Edward Norton one a lot. As, as their favourite Marvel movie. There is people out there, hmm. they're fucking wrong. I think, I think but, that could just be a case of like, some people like different characters as well, so if you're like a Hulk, proper mm. Hulk fan, then that's all you've maybe got. that's, <laughs> yeah. do you get what I mean? That's, yeah. You're just going to attach to that character. Movie. I really, I mean, I really like, I feel like we've moved on to it already, but I really like the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I don't like the angry one. It's not I really. Do I do think. Not, I do film. think it's a bad film. I just don't think it's the best Marvel film, mm. and that's obviously where we were saying where it sits in in the franchise. It's, it's at the like bottom that. for me. It is. It yeah. is close to the bottom for me. But I think that again, oh, superficially, I don't think it helps it that Hulk isn't then the Hulk for the rest of the franchise. But mm. oh, what is that Edward Norton? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, he wouldn't. He just wouldn't sign. Well, I actually it. prefer. Oh yeah, 
Um, oh, what's he called? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, oh Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, Ruffalo's way better. Than Ruffalo's so if he'd have done that film, yeah, I do wonder how much more it would sit in the franchise yeah. and I wonder whether the film itself would have just been, wow, that, that's as good as Iron Man. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I obviously rate Norton as an actor, you know, American History X and all, everything, yeah. Fight Club, he's a fantastic actor, but he isn't Bruce Banner. No, no it, I didn't think it sat right no. as that. I, I think Ruffalo is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The face of him is mm-hmm. just perfect for Hulk. And I, I do, I get completely what you mean. Norton, to look at him, just doesn't work no. for me in, in some way. And there is an element of that. And especially now, I watched it, obviously, going back to it, knowing that Ruffalo's there in the rest of the franchise. And oh, so your first viewing wasn't... No, no, I probably oh, watched right. it at the time. But you don't... Oh, right. Obviously, you don't have hindsight as, yeah. as something then. But re-watching it, yeah. you are going... It's not as good. Yeah. It doesn't slot in, does it? No. That's why I put it at the bottom. It, it's almost... The um, only way it slots in is that, that the, the end credit scene is Tony Stark yeah. walks into the bar to the general yeah. and goes, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in this universe too. General <laughs> Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross. My name's Um You said something then about... It, it, the, do you know this, there was another alternative ending to that, but it was deemed too dark. So at the end... Hulk? Yeah. So Edward Norton, the end scene was maybe Edward Norton in the Arctic putting a gun to his head, putting a gun in his mouth to try and kill himself. The camera zooms out, you hear a bang, and then all of a sudden, like, three seconds later, you hear the Hulk roar, mm. and then... Spits a the bullet out. And then, yeah, exactly. And yeah. then you see... But then you manage to see all the ice begin to crack and smash. And then Captain amongst America. it, Captain America <laughs> was meant to be in the ice. That's so uh, comic booky. I quite like that, actually. But they cut it because they deemed it too dark to have yeah, him like, yeah. shoot himself at the end. Interesting. Um, but, again, well, it's funny how we talked about that more than, than, than Iron Man. Yeah, then we're moving it's, on to Captain America. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, just to go back Sweet. to Iron Man, I would just point out that it's an all-around great film. The soundtrack as soundtrack. well. Soundtrack. Oh, yeah, the soundtrack's, soundtrack's yeah, great. It's yeah. It's because Paramount were much more heavily involved in it. Um, I remember I remember seeing the trailer for Iron Man I was in the cinema I can't remember what I was watching but I was with Skid do you remember I used to be in a band with Cal yeah. Skidworth and we watched this trailer and turned to each other and we're like fucking hell that looks boss like you know surprised that like you know Iron Man could be such a great film and that, that song kicked in I just, that was a good trailer as well it's the, 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 the boss wasn't the bad guy was actually quite menacing as well it was re- in Iron Man I yeah yeah uh, Jeff Bridges wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. I really liked because of course it's an origin story and that is how you do an origin story mm. that bit with him in the cave and stuff and you see him building the armour you know the Mark mm. 1 it's just it's you get fantastic. Tony you get him right then and you get that emotional connection you know and, and then I remember we had to do it with Annabelle uh, didn't we in the cinema and she thought the film was over, you know, when he, he came out of the cave and, like, saved the day and everything. <laughs> she was like, oh, that was brilliant. It's like, it's not even over yet, you know. It's still, it's still him experimenting with the suits and then him going, Tony Stark built this in a cave! No, yeah. <laughs> and you're Tony Stark! Yeah, the dude, what a transformation oh, as well. Mate, it was fun. It's great. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Um, so, yeah. Any, I mean, do we need to talk about that anymore? Hulk, even? I think we've just covered that pretty well. Who was the bad guy in Hulk, then? Uh, the, the Abomination. Yeah, the Abomination. Oh, yeah, yeah. A um, little bit forgettable. Yeah. He is referenced in a S.H.I.E.L.D. episode that is still locked up. 
What do you think about the CGI and the fighting and that and stuff? It is a little... It's dated now, isn't it? Yeah, it was but better time, than Ang Lee. Ang Lee's one, everything looked mm. like it was cartoon. Yeah. So I think it just looked... Because it looked better than that. Everyone was quite happy. Yeah. At the time, I enjoyed it. Like I thought they were quite well choreographed action scenes and stuff. Mm. And to see the Hulk, you know, beat the shit out of another Hulk-like creature, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I did like the... I, I liked it. He used his thunderclap. And yeah. everything. It's very comic booky. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a bad film by any means. So what would you use rate Iron Man? Out of ten? Yeah. I gave Iron Man an eight out of ten. I gave it an eight. Yeah. I reckon it's an eight. It's I, close I it's close that. to being nine, very it's, close. It's, and what would you give Hulk? I give Hulk a seven. Yeah. I gave it a seven. Yeah, yeah. and with you on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> It's because we've seen. I this. think we may disagree on the next one. Well, Iron Man two. Um, I might. I was not know. Iron Man two then came. Oh, oh, was it Iron Man two first? I thought it was Cap. I thought it was Cap. I've got it here in the order that I was. I got it was Iron Man then Hulk then Iron Man two. Let's get Iron Man. Not actually. Uh, oh, you know what? Fair. I did. I wrote notes for Hulk in the corner. It says Hulk two thumbs fresh. Wow. <laughs> What were you drinking? Good system. <laughs> uh, I we, think it was Iron Man 2, actually. Man More 2 about, I remember because it was like in like a set of like four or five almost, and mm. there was always the fifth one was like an Avengers or yeah. something. Um, I do think it was Iron Man 2 came first. I'm getting a list up now so we don't have to speculate. Um, just bear with me a second. Ah, uh, well, while you do that, I've wrote down here that it, at some point in the film, Someone says the term "fuck you, ass clowns." For what? Iron Man Two. In Iron Man Two. Um, At what point? I don't know. I, I just wrote that. Yeah. It, sorry. Yeah. It was Iron Man Two, May May twenty ten. Yeah. This was obviously, but Paramount so was still quite heavily involved. So it, that was I two think years it, after the first. I don't know one. if Disney was involved with it. Mm. Um, now this one, I still like it, but I just think I don't. I don't know. It just didn't live up to the first I know I mean I've put things like shield is defined in this so the actual sh- shield as a whole is defined but, but, um, and then get rid of in a fucking winter soldier but the, you know who shield is I've also put there's a Captain America reference in there as well and then I wrote reverse Iron Man loved it mm. I think this was one of the first ones from what I remember, where you suddenly started seeing a universe come together. Mm. Because obviously, uh, Scarlett Johansson comes into it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she does, yeah, yeah. Don't they have Rhodey, but he's someone different? Mm-hmm. No, no, in, no, this is Rhodey, and it is the same guy. It's yeah, the first, the first one. one. The first yeah. one, Rhodey's played by another Cooper actor. Yeah. Nick is Fury's it? Yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. Agent Coulson's in it, who pops up in... First first so you start one. seeing recurring World just probably beginning. the first time you, you yeah the universe is actually you suddenly start seeing there's correlations I suppose I hated it at the time and now going back I really did like it a lot but maybe because I'm not looking at it through oh this is this meant to be the sequel to Iron Man that's been building up for a few mm. years in my eyes it was just like let's go back and visit this and I think it's highly underrated it's not I don't perfect really, by any yeah. means but there's I think it's as good as the first there's some good one-liners. The, the, I think the major letdown of this one was the villain. Yeah. Well, the problem was there was two and villains. I just thought 
well, it's Mickey Rourke's in it, and, just and I just hammer. thought he looked ridiculous. <laughs> Why? I the, just didn't like. Did you not like the little, the little bird? Like, no, it just looked like something like Motley Crue did twenty years. <laughs> He does look like Vince Neil, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's probably why. I was like, <laughs> he does. just looks like Vince Neil's turned up, like from fucking some <laughs> video from back in the day. That's mad. Yeah, no, I get that. He was never like the other problem with his character, like his weapon, as it were, is he'd get a f- he gets a few hits in on him, and then Iron Man's like, "All right, yeah, I'll just make sure I don't get hit like that again," and then doesn't, and mm. then when he comes for him a second time. Same thing happens again. Gets him, and Iron Man's like, "Oh, I fell for that," and just hits him away. It was just, it was, yeah, it was a bit crap. Justin Hammer wasn't that great either, and he's he's a, he's a drunk as well, isn't he? It's this is the the tale from the bottle uh, story. Demon in the bottle. Demon in the bottle. And I think this is when Disney got involved. So yeah, that's a good point. That's why I wrote the that. So yeah, he's someone says fuck you, ass clowns. He's also a drunk. And then after this, Disney got more involved because they wanted to make him a family character. Mm. And that's why I think after Avengers, you don't see him have an alcoholic drink. Um, he's still got that bit where he's talking to Loki, he's holding a glass of whiskey and has a sip of it. But then they say that even then after that, I, I don't want to see Tony Stark take a well, drink of alcohol. It's interesting what they did. Obviously, we'll get to it in a bit with Iron Man 3. But the whole PTSD thing, and they moved away from the alcoholism mm. and then made it about is PTSD and anxiety over the incident in the Avengers Assemble movie. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting the way they did that because they were going that way with the whole, like you say in the comics, the Demon in the Bottle storyline, but then they turned that on its head and made it relate to the I mean, you've Avengers been, movie. You've been quite quiet about this one. What do you, I mean, what did you think I, of Iron Man 2? Well, it's, it's my least favourite Iron Man film, but I don't think it's a bad film at all. Um, I, I quite liked Ivan, what was his name? I want to say Ivan. Ivan Gronko. It is Ivan. <laughs> Something. Ivan. I, can't um, I know Phil Mouse is a big fan of uh, this film and this film in particular. Um, I, it, it didn't. It didn't bother me at all. I didn't think it was a bad film, but it, it is near the bottom of my list. It's I think much, it's just a bit forgettable. That's the only thing. It's not Iron Man much in it. No, <laughs> you know? I think I remember that going around. There was loads of people. Yeah. The, I mean, the internet's amazing when it wants to be. I remember someone putting up that. I went to see Iron Man 2 and I did all the rec- I recorded all the times that he was in the Iron Man suit and it came to 18 minutes. <laughs> Alright. He's, no, 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 he's not in it much in 3 either. Well, he's not in it much it's, in it's got a better Civil story. War. Mm. In Civil War, Iron Man doesn't show up until the airplane yeah. scene. I think that, I mean, I'm going to compare it to 3 because it's close for me, but I think Iron Man 3 has a way better story yeah. than Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 is very. It's just middle of the road. It, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's not a bad film. It's not incredible. Um, I'll, I'll still watch it today, though. You know, I'll throw it on, but I'm, I prefer to watch Iron Man 3. I'd give, give it about a 6 or a 7. I'd give it a seven. 7 for me as well. But then from from here on, it got interesting. And I remember discussing with my mates who I'd bother seeing these films because they sounded too ludicrous. So Thor was yeah. the next Thor one. Thor came out. Was it? So Captain's yeah. still not coming back? No, Captain America no. came out. In the same year as Thor, Thor came out in May 2011. Yeah. Again, world building, universe building. Yeah, I like. I I personally love the character Thor. Yeah, he's like same. my favorite. So is that, is I don't know whether that's gonna <laughs> another beer t- tint me a little bit because right. I, I do really like the Thor. Yeah, what? same. At, at the I time, him. well, I, I was really looking well, forward to it. Now, but it's fast paced. 
Mm-hmm. I love the camera angles. It's just proper old school 60s kind of like when the villain's on Crooked. screen. It's crooked. So yeah, I like Crooked that. Angles, yeah. I love I love his speech and how he talks. Yeah. Because like you said, it's just uh, funny. You think you can handle the mighty Thor? Yeah. And then he just like put it in the superb. I mean, yeah. I like Hemsworth anyway, but like he's perfect mm. for this role. And I think yeah. the, the other thing they got bang right with this movie was the villain. Yeah. I think Loki, Loki is fantastic yeah. It's the well. best one we've had. When Helmsworth came along and did this, everyone stood up and took notice. They were like, wow, maybe this you know cinematic universe is going to be something. But I was. This was highly anticipated for me because I'm, I'm a fan of the character, and I went to go see this on my own in the cinema. And I remember being absolutely blown away by it. I loved the the look of Asgard with the mm. rainbow bridge and just seeing it. Oh, yeah. You've got a few big actors in this as well. You've got Idris Elba. Idris Elba is, uh... Um, and you've got um. Um, what's he called? Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. I, know, yeah. I think he's brilliant in he's this. He's fantastic. Yeah. But you're not king. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when he shouts, he's brilliant. Oh, he's <laughs> Again, like you say, I think that it's almost giving, because obviously you've had a few big names come come out of this and stuff, but mm-hmm. that one did feel like, well, this is all big actors mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. coming into the universe and stuff. And like, it was, it was showing the universe, it was expanding and going... It, away from they Earth. explain the six mm-hmm. realms the, the realm yeah it was just I loved it I, I did I really liked it I rated this high, quite high I put this at number 11 on my list I get it, it, it gets an 8 from it's me it's an 8 from me yeah oh. I, I loved it uh, the only thing people used to bitch about um, so uh, what's the name of the girl on Earth Dead, oh. Jane Foster so Jane Foster's mate in it Oh, Cat Dennings. Yeah. yeah, Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings gets on a lot. <laughs> oh, I quite like gets on a lot it, of people's nerves. But I really oh, like no, her. She's fine. Yeah, bit of humor to it. I think so. yeah, she does. She like she can't pronounce Mjolnir. And there's now can we? The Swedish guy is really good. Isn't it? He is good. I liked him as the Doctor. I I, I I do like the whole thing, and then the big baddie thing that comes down at the end. The Devastator. The Devastator, yeah. and then he becomes worthy again. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I loved it because it was so comic booky. Yeah, it was just, it was just perfect. This I loved is, it. is this the one where? Oh, Jeremy Renner shows up as Hawkeye. He does, yeah, yeah. 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 This is the one possessed. where there's that whole scene as well where the hammer is in the ground and everyone's trying yeah. to get it out. I yeah. love that bit, man. And Jer- yeah. they, this is the first time that Hawkeye is funny because you, you don't see him again for a little while. Hawkeye, by the way, after watching this, I realised Hawkeye's one of my favourite characters. Mm. But because after he's so far between, Age yeah. of Ultron, we'll talk about Be- Sean in that. Because of because he's so few and far between, you don't notice. But one of the first lines he says is like they're sending in loads of people to try and take down Thor, and Thor's like kicking their asses and stuff. And then he goes like over the intercom to Coulson. He goes. Do you want to send some more people in for him to knock down, or do you want me to actually do the job? <laughs> yeah. like that, and it's 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 great. Um, yeah, look, and like you said, introduce Loki, everything. Mm. I loved film. it. I love the humour in it. I need a horse. Yeah, you know, that's not, I think something quite, big enough for me to in ride. The yeah. <laughs> in the shop, yeah, I need a horse. It's actually a weird thing that, like, obviously, a lot of people almost deem for not that funny. Oh, it's Ragnarok. No, I think. Yeah, do you get what I mean? But I thought it's been consistently quite funny, funny. and just Ragnarok was like a whole different level. Yeah, yeah. But we'll obviously get to that as well. Um, So yeah, it's an eight for me for Thor. I gave it an eight. Yeah, yeah, eight. Okay, it's all right. So as Gaz may be something itching to talk about this one, Captain America: The Mm. First Avenger. Yeah. 
I wrote a lot for this. I wrote a lot. I've ranked this low. This is my second to la- least favourite. Um, again, it's not a bad film because none of the Marvel films are bad films. Mm-hmm. It's just one of my least favourites. Um, it was an interesting origin story. Um, Hugo Hugo Weaving was quite strange in this. Um, <laughs> not used uh, enough, a lot of people say. Yeah, I mean, as Red, as, as Red Skull, though, I don't think he did a bad job. Uh, he wasn't a bad villain. Um, the story was kind of all over the shop, though. That's why I didn't like it as much. Interesting tone. Um, mm. what, what did you think, Gaz? Do you like it? I just really, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it's like terrible. I'm not, I'm not going to slate it completely. Yeah. But I, I've always, going through with this whole universe, not been a massive Captain America fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's just me or whether, as I say, sometimes you're going to, you go patriotic well I just think it's a bit of a boring character I've always thought it and it's not changed from watching any of the films like even the films this is why right for me the character of Captain Avenger got very very lucky Captain Avenger uh, Captain Avenger sorry Captain America got so lucky with Civil War I want to watch that that movie Civil War is not a Captain America movie for me it's an Avengers movie. It's very heavily his story, though. Mm. I don't think you so. follow it on his ideology. Right. I, I think you've got all the characters in there, and that's what elevates that film. I, the other I, two I agree, Captain yeah. America films, I didn't like. I look. I, oh, really? yeah. I really like this film. After yeah, like Winter it. Soldier. Yeah, oh well, we get to that. Wow. I really, I really like this film, but and uh, because of the watching it again, and I put things that the reason I liked it, like Zola. Is like brilliant in it. Yeah, um, yeah. I put five stars. Um, I put the first montage is clever beyond its years. That first montage showing him um, work, uh, work his way through the army yeah. and everything like that yeah. is brilliant. And yeah. he also gets to see this kid wants to do so much, but he can't. He physically can't. I, it's not I, a bad origin story. No, it's all. not. Um, what did you think of the CGR? Well, on, funny enough, uh, weedy, I, <laughs> weedy Evans. I put better graphics than Justice League. Oh, it is. I'll give you that. Yeah. But so is fucking Power Rangers from <laughs> the, you know. No, well, I, I liked it. I think you couldn't tell it was a. I thought you thought it was Chris Evans. I think if you show that to someone who doesn't know what Chris Evans looks like. Oh, by the way, I've met the guy that played Skinny. You met the man. He is also a crack addict in Holby City. Was he just? Oh, was that the guy? That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, from Southport Comic Con. You've also met someone else from that film. Who? So, do you see who Bucky is on a date with when they go double dating? Oh, Clara. Clara. Jenna Coleman. Oh yeah. I was was rewatching it with Abby, and, and she popped up, and I was like. Oh my gosh, Jenna Coleman. She was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, and then I, I, I put, hate the kiss scene. So I hated that. I do hate that bit where that girl kisses him in front of her, that, that other woman. And then, you well, know it's what Agent I mean? Carter, isn't it? So Agent Carter has been flirting with um, yeah, yeah. Cap the whole time. And then right. while he's just in the back somewhere, this woman comes up and goes like, oh, you've seen so many men. And yeah. forces herself upon him. I hate it. That was the one thing. I thought it was so forced. Like, he wouldn't have allowed it to happen. He liked her too much. I think that that, that word is what detracts me from that film a little bit. Forced. I think there was a lot of forced comedy in it for Marvel standards. I don't, I don't think a lot of it hit as much as the previous ones. And 
I just do, I do. I, I just think the storyline even seemed quite forced. They were trying to. Whereas uh, the origin stories that came before it just seemed to be quite punchy, and you just get it through. This one just felt like we were we were just dragging it out a bit. Well, the the I put also the missions lacked severity or any consequence. Mm. So the missions you see him go on, other than the main one at the end, it just there was no. I didn't really understand the, like the way the Bucky di- mm. dies. In the uh, in the train thing, I don't know what the train was about. I didn't really understand what the missions were. About. I would have liked to see either more in depth missions or a better montage of those missions. I think it's a difficult one with the, the origin of Captain America, and then obviously putting Bucky into the mix as well. I think, in a way, I feel like it it might have been a better TV show to 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 show that. Yeah, I don't know. It just it was a lot to try and squeeze in yeah. one movie. I think we tried a bit. And also, everyone says Red Skull just was barely in the film, and he's going to be Captain America's greatest enemy. Well, this is where we start to get the problems with the villain problem with Marvel, isn't it? Where mm. it's one and done, mm. and they're sort of instead of they just kind of. Well, we don't know he's dead for sure. He's no Hugo Weaving ain't coming back. <laughs> you don't need Hugo Weaving to do it. That amount of makeup, <laughs> I could do that. Tom, <laughs> Tommy Lee's in it as well. By the way, didn't notice that. Oh yeah, is he it? was. Yeah, Tommy yeah. Lee's the drill sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. Right, no, yeah. I didn't recognize it's that. absolutely mad. And have you ever? I didn't like his team either. He has the team, doesn't he? Uh, well, I mm. don't mind the team. They're like uh, the, the, the war team. Isn't one of them supposed to be another character as well, or someone they capture? Oh, Dum Dum Dugan. About yeah, yeah, Dum Dum Dugan's in it. Yeah, I, I, I prefer I just, Wonder Woman's team. I just <laughs> did not, and there wasn't a part of me like he's obviously leading this team, and I felt like there was like a moment where. You, like obviously me not coming from comic book background, it was almost like I was supposed to know who this team yeah, were, and it yeah. was supposed to be Captain America's team yeah. or whatever, and it just fell flat. I for think me. definitely it would have been more enjoyable for fans of the comics mm. that knew what was going on than to your average movie goer that yeah. was going, "Oh, these these Marvel films are good," and then this one comes out and you're like, mm, "Don't really connect yeah. with it." I, yeah. I do, I do get that. So, Gaz, have you ever seen the how it should have ended of Captain America? Is this another one of them? Well, no. Right, it's only, it's, only, it's, it's only two minutes long, but it's it is good. Oh. Final force down now. A lot of people are gonna die. I gotta put her in the water. Please don't oh, do yeah. this. We have time. We can work it out. Just turn the plane around. I wish I could, but there's just no time. It's just on the cards, you know. What do you mean? Do you not have control of the plane? No, I don't have control. Are the bombs set to explode on a timer? Can you not disarm them? I actually got rid of most of them already. They're not even bombs, really. More like these tiny little airplanes with ejector seats and everything. I even flew one. You what? <laughs> you know, they even painted the names of the cities in frankly English, too. <laughs> why do you want it in English, sir? We are German. Do not question my genius. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you pilot one of the bombs back here before the plane crashes? That sure sounds nice. It's just too late. You turn that plane around right now. Can't do it. You are being absurd. <laughs> I'm going to need a rim check on that dance, baby. You're not even going to look for a parachute. I really wanted to take you dancing. <laughs> oh, I'm so alone up here. No option of survival. It's so heartbreaking. The plane's going down. Stupid plane. Freeze to death if that's what you want. See if I can. It's so sad. I don't want to freeze to death. Thanks for the muscles, but it's too late now. <laughs> 
it's, a, it, it's mm-hmm. a good point. It's very good point. It's, it's a, a one time. It's very uh, it's very similar to the Wonder Woman ending, isn't it? With a uh, the fella going down. Yeah, going up in the plane yeah, and not yeah. jumping out the plane, just oh. insisting to go off with it. Um, what would we rate this? I'm going to guess that Gaz doesn't give it a high rating. Well, it's a six. It's not a bad movie. It's just, for Marvel standards, I think that's quite weak. I think whenever I've thought, and don't get me wrong, Marvel, if, if you're saying that six is probably the lowest I've ever given a Marvel, I think, yeah. maybe maybe there's one that's a five, actually. Um, that's not that bad. Yeah, not, when not when bad you think of certainly like, yeah. you know, other films that have absolutely slagged off. So six, yeah. It's just it's just not as exciting. It's just not as yeah. good for me. Um, I'm I'm with you, but six for me is a good rating for this film. I, I, I like Logan. I gave a six. I, I am oh, fucking oh, hell! You gave oh. Logan a six. I'm, I'm fussy. Me. I'm fussy. Fucking that's hell. the best oh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're gonna talk about. <coughs> sure, that's like a nine. We're gonna talk about the best Marvel movie. It's Logan. No. <laughs> mm. Fucking is, mate. Anyway, we'll talk about that on our X-Men podcast. Um, That's insane. Well, I'm, I, I'm really surprised at that. For yeah. me, it's, it, it's a six. Okay. I give it a seven. Um, seven's the lowest I've rated any Marvel movie. So after this, we went into... And I want to point out to DC, it took how many years to get to this point? It took about four years, five years to get... Four, I reckon. Avengers. I'm not looking at it. Oh, up. for fuck's sake, Chris! When you look, what, what, what are you asking me to look? When did up? Avengers come out? Oh, Avengers, uh, 2012. So four years, four years, four years of brewing and stewing and getting universe all building, cooks, universe building to bring about character developing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Avengers, or as we got it, Avengers Assemble. Yeah, because there was already a, yeah. a film called Avengers, which was based on the TV show yeah. of the same name. Very British. Oh, I say the Avengers. As if people get the two fucking movies. Sean Connery. No, it wasn't. Was it was it Mate, that is that is a film in it. Have you never watched that Avengers film? I'm sure I've seen it. Better than Avengers Assemble, So mate. at one point, <laughs> I just want to just, on the hashtag I digress. Hey, that's Chris's comics hashtag. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they're kind of trying to get the British Illuminati. But the British Illuminati, to conceal their identities, all sure meet up in a, giant, in a room, all dressed as different coloured bunnies. Yeah, fuck this, I want to do a podcast on that event. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious, it's like, it's so weird. Um, so, this was amazing when it came out, I think it blew everyone's yeah. minds. This this changed the, the scope of cinema, everyone wanted to build a universe mm. and lead to something like this. I agree you know. with that. It, it, it was what brought in the big books at box office, you mm. know, superhero movies, this changed everything, and that, it was fantastic. This was certainly the moment others looked and thought, that's a good formula. Mm. We could do that. <laughs> and how many people have done it since successfully? No one. <laughs> no one. I think this was made... I, I don't think the others have just figured it out yet. Certainly DC haven't. I think Star Wars are going a little bit like that. Mm. Just putting out yeah. origin stories and, oh, look what we can do with this franchise and stuff. Oh, the, oh, the mummy with the dark universe. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That the, went well. They were, you know, they were <laughs> going to bring in, like, what, werewolves and all sorts of stuff. Apparently Jekyll and Hyde was in that film. Yeah, yeah it was. It's yeah. not, and they're not doing any more. Great yeah. universe, guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I, there's certainly... Tom Cruise crawl back to Mission Impossible. Guys, guys, <laughs> do you still want me? There's always going to be a risk when you're throwing in so many characters and so many big personalities from other films. Marvel have just got it spot on. 
And this was, a, yeah. you know, if this hadn't have worked, you wonder where the, the universe would have gone. Mm. But it just did. Yeah. They got it spot on. They gave everyone the, the right sort of chemistry, the right sort of screen time. Yeah. They got yeah. a plot that was good for bringing people in together. Mm. Even the kids liked it, you know. I mean, up until this point, you know, you wouldn't really see a kid watching Captain America, the first Avenger. No. And enjoying it, you know. But then you got the Avengers and it was a, it was a thing. You know, it was such a big success. And I loved it. I ranked this quite high. Yeah, no, it's very high for me. It still holds up. Um, I've put little things like, that Captain America looks quite cheesy now. Because his costume... I like it. I think it's great. Very comic looking. Yeah, it's great. But they even make an excuse to why. Like, you need to put on the old suit. Yeah. And it's like, really? It's like, really? We could do with a bit of... Patriotism. Like, bit, well, yeah. I always like when Colson goes, we could do with a little bit of a old-fashioned. And in my head, I always hear where South Park refer to an, a wank as an old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> we could always use a bit of an old-fashioned. Like, yes, we certainly could. Um, I, I put this at my number six in my top 18. I, I certainly think in where, obviously, the Avengers films in particular are always going to sit quite high in where yeah, it ranks in the universe get everyone because in <laughs> they are the the story of the universe essentially mm-hmm. so you're always going to get the separate ones that have their own things going on but have a little you know mention of what's happened before or what's going to happen mm-hmm. these are the ones that bring it all together that's what's leading us to infinity war it's all the ones mm-hmm. coming together exactly. so these are the ones that should sit at the yeah. top and at this point when this film comes out a lot of people i think went to go see this or interested to go and see it and they were like well we need to watch other films before we watch this one mm. to get the story. You know, what, what, you know, where did Captain America come from? And that, that's where it started, this whole thing where, oh, you need to watch these before you watch this film. Yeah. This was the first one to do that. As, as far as I know as well, for this one, whereas they've done it slightly different ahead of time, where they've introduced characters in Avengers or in Civil well, War, say, yeah. this was... One where pretty much the characters were already there, yeah, and you knew everybody already. They yeah. were, but they weren't. I've I have put that Hawkeye still is like <laughs> he's still waiting on that Hawkeye solo film. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's there, but he, like he's barely in Hulk. Like he's there for only a few, uh, like two Hulk, minutes in Hulk. Hulk in, not in Hulk, sorry, in Thor. In Thor. Um, Hulk, the new Hulk comes into this. I one. put that yeah, Gruffalo yeah, is yeah. introduced, and he's far from the Gruffalo. The Gruffalo. He's the Gruffalo. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, he, he was—he fit in so well yeah. into this film. He didn't even notice. No. Yeah. It was like, yeah, great. There's Bruce Banner. There's and the even Hulk. fantastic. You, you didn't want to notice, I yeah. suppose, because you just thought that just fits. Yeah. The bit was, I actually put there's there's really clever foreshadowing in this as well. So everyone, I'm jumping ahead a bit, but everyone got a little a bit annoyed in Age of Ultron with the romance between. Um, Black Widow and the Hulk the Black well, Widow and the Hulk and a few yeah. people got annoyed at the bit where they're kind of like upset like he's like going I can't give you a baby and they were like that's really sexist to say that you oh, want God. a baby however if you actually watch this he, remember she confronts Hulk first she's sent to get him that's a great scene it's by great the way. scene very good scene uh, bourgeois and when he he's walking around, he says things like he can't. He says something like, "I don't have a normal future," and as he says it, he rocks a baby's crib. He does. 
He is foreshadowing. He, he is constantly. That's what he is on his mind. Yeah. It isn't he sexist. It wasn't sexist to put it yeah, in Age yeah. of Ultron. That character, Ruffalo, wants a family, yeah. and he just he, he he thinks that everyone does. That's hey, his understanding. Do you remember that scene in Ang Lee's Hulk? Where he's bonking Betty. Oh. And his watch goes off and he's like, oh no, get too excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll totally hook on your face yeah. and hook on your lower back. Fuck, you know. Um, Jackie he turns the hook when he has a wank. <laughs> I'm always angry! Um, I put. It's set. I put it's set an early precedent. A precedent with the amount of destruction, which is referred to later on in Civil War. Um, Iron Man uh, goes on a bit of a journey himself. Like it, uh, Tony uh-huh. Stark becomes not so much cocky and uh, I'm out for myself, but he becomes a team player and actually starts to and even try nearly sacrifices himself. Um, yeah, I just I think it's I don't have any faults with this film. Yeah, it's almost a perfect movie. It to me is a perfect movie. I can watch it again and again and again. All the characters come in at the right time, and the, the, all the the humors bang on. The main thing in this is getting them all together and watching their interactions. Oh, that um, first scene with Hulk and Iron Man. It's great. Oh, battling it's it out. Great. Does Mother know you worth her drapes? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's brilliant, great. and then you get you know you first start to see you know the tension between Cap and Iron Man. Yeah, you know, I'm it's I, brilliant. It's yeah. really well. It's great dialogue as well. Um, Do you yeah, know what I awesome. think strengthens this as well? And this is something we referred to before about the fact that the villains are one in, one out. Yeah, almost one and done. Yeah, this is a recurring villain. Loki yeah. comes back. Yeah, and right. how much stronger that yeah. gives. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, he's yeah. from Thor. We've seen him. Yeah, he's a bad guy. You know, it's just and obviously, you know, going forward, it it keeps swinging that, doesn't it? But mm. that to me is the strength of Loki is the fact that he keeps coming back and you want to see the villain. Yeah, and you want to see these characters. The reason you want to see the uh, you keep bringing the heroes back and your world build with your heroes. It's, it's exciting to see them come back. It's exciting yeah. to see villains yeah, come yeah. back. Yeah. And when you finally see when. Fury meets Loki. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Them bouncing off yeah. each other, like him saying, "Does a fly have a qu- uh, does a boot have a quibble with a fly?" And ant, an ant or something. <laughs> and then later on, when he's going, they lock Loki up, and Fury like locks him in the thing and goes, "Ant boot boot." Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's, yeah. it's 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 fantastic. Talk about world building, though. In this, we get to see the Shatari. We get to see Thanos. Thanos. Well, kind of. Do you see him at this point? And you do at the very, very end after the credits. He was like, yeah, you just see him sneer. You see him in the chair. Because obviously you get um, Thanos' uh, lackey that he interacts with uh, Loki. Mm. I've forgotten his name. The guy that gets his neck snapped. Yeah. Um, so there you go. You're in space again and you're world building and it's like, fucking hell. Mm. This thing is going to be huge. Obviously when we get to Guardians. Have you, you know, heard the theory... That and it's a madass theory. Have you heard the theory that Loki wanted to be caught? He wanted to be what? Sorry, caught. Loki wanted to lose that fight. So hear me out. Thanos goes to Loki and says, um, "I I'll find him because remember he's like how he had to leave Asgard and goes, I'll give you a kingdom of your own, which um, if you um, go and get um, if you go and destroy Earth and get this for me." Um, and I can have that Infinity Stone. So Loki does it because he knows if he doesn't, he's going to die. Thanos will kill him. So he goes there, and he per- but then he realises, 
also that if he does this successfully, Thanos gets an Infinity Stone, that's bad, he'll probably die. Or he'll destroy Asgard, which he won't be able to. He wants to rule it, mm. so he loses on purpose. And it's a cap 22, he's escaped Thanos, the Infinity Stone isn't in Thanos' hands, mm. and the universe is saved. Mm. Interesting theory. Interesting. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't want it to. I, mean, I think the thing with Loki is you're just never really sure which, which is way brilliant. And that's exactly that's yeah. the strength of that character is how many films you've got. Oh, he's gonna turn bad in a minute, or he's he's that, being good again. <laughs> that, that bit, right? I know a lot of people don't like Thor: The Dark World, but that part in that film where you think that he's turned on his brother. Oh, it's fantastic! You you, you had me fooled because you'd seen this film before. Before. I, before and I haven't and then we watched it together on Blu-ray when it came out because I, I did I miss it at the cinema I think I did yeah you did How, why did I miss a fucking Marvel oh, movie because you're a, you're a fucking poser but anyway <laughs> I was watching this with you first time viewing for me you've seen it already this happened and I turned to you and I was like is he dead and you just just didn't say anything just nodded slightly at me and I was like oh my god Loki's dead and it was such a great mood, like scene when he came back, and I was just like, "You fucker!" <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad that you had me fooled. Um, what would you rate this? Oh, I think this is a high eight. Yeah, I've for gone me. for high eight as well. It's a ten for me. I, Whoa, I, honestly, it's a ten. I, I don't blame you in the slightest. This is close to a nine yeah, for me. It really close, is yeah. very close, and. I'm, for some reason or another, at the time and right now, I'm just not quite right there. there. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's a very, very strong. Age. I've got me nines waiting. It's it's <laughs> just perfect. I think that's it. Just looking reflectively on yeah. what I've given a nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just don't have any. I can't say anything bad about it. So I always, I will always watch it if it's on. Hmm. Um, so then we went weird and funky. According to my calculations, Iron Man three came out next in twenty thirteen. See, I thought that. Why? Where, where's Iron Man three on my list? Here? May, May twenty thirteen, Iron Man three, directed by Shane Black, which I think was a great move. Now, this movie pissed a lot of people off. It did piss. It, it pissed really me off. did divide people. I, it pissed you off. I remember it pissing you off. Ooh. First of all, you're like, "Why is it set in Christmas? It's fucking May here." Oh. The hell. It was May. And <laughs> it was May. I, no, I think it was a very clever film. Um, it brought a new dimension uh, to the character of Tony Stark. We saw him weakened and vulnerable. Mm. Uh, not, you know, we weren't used to seeing the character like this. He was this confident, you know, Cocky. bravado, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> you, you try and say that, JB. <laughs> Genius billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. But no, I, I really enjoyed Iron Man 3 and uh, I loved the Mandarin in it and that was a big twist and I loved it. I, I loved him being an actor and um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. You um, <laughs> me coming. I've, I've put here that one thing I did like about it but it stops doing it is Tony Stark narrates it at the beginning. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Like a comic, like yeah, when you read yeah. a comic, I, yeah. I was like, Another oh, I forgot he does this, yeah. and then just stops doing it, yeah. which was dead annoying. I really liked that narration. It kept me, and then he starts, it comes back in at the end. I just really liked that narration. I think he missed a trick. He should have done that all the way through. Um, it, well, it was, it, you know what ruined this for me? It was the trailers. The trailers, <laughs> the trailers made out, yeah. and I wrote a blog about this, the trailers made out that it was going to be an Iron Man versus Mandarin film 
and it wasn't it was a Tony Stark figuring out who he is kind of journey and the Mandarin was in it but it wasn't that Mandarin it was it was which was really annoying I would have preferred I don't know I just maybe I shouldn't have seen any trailers I did like it this time around but that first time like you the fact you remember mm. I was so I was vexed and scorned at this film um I had some other problems with this I wrote down um, I've put who was Aldrich Aldrich was that the guy who was that the name of the bad guy or I've put uh, what like so the guy who was basically in yeah it's Guy Pierce. so it's the guy who kind of sets the Mandarin up yeah yeah as the actor. I've just put down he's a bad actor um, I think I remember thinking I... that as well I didn't really I thought he was he he was. This is my biggest flaw with this movie in particular, is the villain. I, I just I get that it was a twist, but I think it completely weakens the, the film and, yeah. and the character of the man. Like, so, what was the point? Of, was like, twists, twists have to make it, you go and rethink everything you see. But yeah. that twist just pulled the rug out. And from then everything. if Aldrich is supposed to be the super villain, why is he using an actor on just? I didn't like it. No. I, I, obviously, I get that they were trying to shock people and say, oh, look, we've tricked you. This isn't actually the villain. But for me, it just then made the movie just a bit shit. Um, <laughs> and it was enjoyable to watch up until that moment for me. But I just think it lost it. I've put as well, it talks, it was uh, like you mentioned before, so it goes on from drinking to anxiety being yeah. an issue. Um, and put. I really, by the way, I really like the way they addressed that in that film because the way those scenes were shot and the way that he acted those those emotions had me going, oh, fucking hell, like you know, feeling you that anxiety well. with him, just like oh my god. But I've put Pepper equals bitch, <laughs> not cool with anxiety, and she really wasn't. She was like a total ass about it. I remember yeah. Pepper in this film just being like, "Why are you being Iron Man, Tony?" Yeah. Or something like that. And it was and like, she was Iron Man. Iron Man? I, don't get, I don't get it. it was what did you think about her being in the Iron Man armour? I didn't stuff. mind that. Yeah. I didn't have a problem. The thing about this film, why I really enjoyed it so much, again, I, the way I watch these Marvel films is the way I read a comic book. And it's when I'm turning the page, it's every scene that I'm watching. And this was so comic booky. That's why I loved it. No, it is. Um, it's like, it's almost like the way I look at Marvel movies is different to any other movie. Because I look at it like it's a comic book, mm. and that's how I judge it, which is probably explains why I've ranked the films the way I have. I um, I've put as well, um, but a big plot hole for me was where the, he's like, "Go, do you have something to say to the Mandarin?" And he takes off his glasses and goes like, "This isn't about justice. This is about revenge. I'm coming for you. You want to know where I live?" And says his address, and then you've got everyone like surrounding his address. I've just wrote down. Wouldn't everyone know his address anyway? He's Tony Stark. He's a billionaire. Mm. He has this massive mansion. <laughs> he just had mean. a giant... It's, it's just not like giant... he's exactly like Bruce Wayne and no one knows who he is. Yeah, is I everyone just Everyone knows under... he's Iron Man. I There's only some that. super villain somewhere who at some point would have gone, do you know Tony Stark lives there? <laughs> yeah. we could just, just there, on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. You know how right. I know Tony Stark lives there? Because one, a giant fuck-off Teddy got delivered there the other day because that's in there. And you know what? That reporter, who ends up being working for the Mandarin, goes there to warn him. So she must know his address. Mm. It's a, it's, it was, that was weird. Um, there is some really good quips in this as well. 
like he blows up one of the robots because not not robots are they they just keep being able to what's the word they can make themselves again so if they chop the dick off it will just appear again um <laughs> Always oh, the dick, Chris. Well, um, I put he, he did, as he kills one of them. He puts you like that Westworld. And yeah, I thought, Westworld have been out by. Oh, well, I suppose it's the old film. The old film referring yeah, to yeah. the film, which I thought was a good line. So, I've also that's put, even more a clever line yeah. before the Westworld TV series. Um, and he also says, "I don't know. I put this line made me laugh. I say the wrong cranberry." but I have no idea what reference that is to. <laughs> I love your drunken rambles on this piece of paper that make no sense to any of us. When if they make sense to you, the listener, then please just let JB know that he's not going completely I wrote this as well. Like, like some, suddenly like Eve came in and asked you what juice you wanted and you went, I like cranberry. <laughs> I, I also, I write these in my diary, but on this particular one, I must have had my diary to hand. It's on a piece of paper, which at the top right says, further education, learning, hope. <laughs> um, oh dear. Um, I've put the Mandarin was. I've put. I like the Mandarin this time though. Like I like the guy playing him. I like the. T- I put. I like the twist yeah. now, um, which I did. I remember. I preferred that this time. Have you seen that one shot of him in the prison that they had to do though because they, it pissed off so many people? They had to make up that yeah. the Mandarin is still out there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and they ask him to do the the, the voice and yeah. stuff. You can do the voice, good. Go on then. You'll, You'll never see me coming. <laughs> <laughs> I've also written down that it had a £378 million budget, which is ridiculous when you think okay. about it for a third film. Yeah. It pulled in £1.2 billion. Mm. Wow. It was... I think the strength of the character by that point yeah, would yeah, have pulled it. people regardless of what movie it was anyway. I mean, that's the thing with the MCU now, is I think people literally know it's an MCU movie. <laughs> So they just naturally go, don't they? <laughs> no, yeah, they will. So this I is might... like when people go, oh, Black Panther's doing so well at the moment. Well, yeah, of course it is, because now people just go to see MCU films. They're not necessarily just because it's Black Panther going to see a movie anymore. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's, it's like... It's just everyone is just going to keep building. That Black Panther, which obviously we'll talk about in a bit, but... It's now the third highest grossing movie of all time. time. God, yeah. no, Infinity War might take it. Possibly. I take that. For- is, is I, point out, I think Infinity War will take it. Can I point out, I've just found on Chris's floor. Is it in a the bit Lego? It's not just any bit of Lego. It's a tiny slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so legit. So that's, that's just so Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lego pizza? Yeah, I've got that. What would we rank this then? Um, it's a difficult one. It is difficult. Because I, it's not bad. It, it's not a bad film. It's, it's actually quite good, but at the same time... This is one where <laughs> I... I don't know if I actually enjoy it. This is one where I'm thinking about it now, and I know, I've just looked at what I rated it then, mm-hmm. which was a seven. But if I'm giving this a seven, and I've given other things a seven that I genuinely did like, yeah, you I, I think I've got to change it. Gotta rank it I'm going to change yeah. it. What are you going for? I'm going for six. Six. I've, I've given this a seven. Strong seven. I can't give it an eight, because eight is like, yeah, dead good. So it's got to be a seven. I think it's a seven because I just remember that I like I like a lot of it more than I did then, and I also like the kind of the way Tony is with that kid is friggin' hilarious. It's a great story arc that. Yeah, that little really kid. Good. Yeah, where he's just like, uh, um, where's that sandwich? 
I thought yeah. you bring me that sandwich. <laughs> I, I, I just liked it. Yeah. Next is um, Thor: The Dark World. This well, is this is the one where he f- just flip flops the entire way through it, isn't it? Pretty much. What Loki? Yeah. Yeah. But well, I like. But I liked that. Yeah. And again, I, I, you know what? This is why I like the four ones. Is I just think him being in it just yeah. strengthens it completely. Totally there's, there's no other uh, set of them that have that consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, you think Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, it's all separate villains. Captain <coughs> America, it's always separate villains. The only, obviously, villain that is piecing them all together completely is, is Thanos, who we've not really had properly yet. Mm. But obviously that's what... They're all going to have hit him, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the fact that Thor has this consistent presence that could be a villain, sometimes isn't a villain, sometimes helps him, sometimes it's his worst enemy. Yeah. I fucking love that. yeah. Same. No, I do. I, for all that world's a weird one because it is actually, again, people say Christopher Eccleston plays the most forgettable villain ever in the MCU. Yeah, he's but like for the me, elf thing. But he? for me, there was t- two problems with the, with Malaketh. If you ever wanted him to be taken seriously, you shouldn't have had him speak in an elfish. Mm-hmm. You should have had him speak, elfish. <laughs> speak in, Eng- in English. Because you had no, you didn't under, really understand what he was saying, and the gravitas wasn't really there. And the second of all, I don't think it ever was going to be about him. I think it was going to be about what you just said—the mm-hmm. journey of Thor and Loki, about their bro- about their relationship, about are they bro- what happens now. Now that the, it's the laundry is out in the open, what happens can and oh, the best bit, the absolute best bit, is where he does he does a Spider Man, Loki, accidentally. Ends up getting his mum killed oh, because yeah, of his yeah. actions. His mum dies when he finds out his mum dies, and he just the whole room just like goes around yeah. him. Yeah. And then when it like Thor comes down to see him, and even Thor was like, "Stop hiding, show me a true form." And he's just at the back, an absolute goth mess. in the corner. It looks yeah. like he's been cutting himself and everything. Mm. The rooms are out. Yeah, that was a really clever part. That. Yeah. Now, by this point, we got to this formula where it was like the big villain at the end and stuff like that. So that's what people were expecting. And that's, mm. like you said, what I think people focused on with this. But it wasn't meant to be about Malaketh being no. a bad villain. He was just a, a pawn in this story yeah. to get to this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, all about the character development. Unfortunately, it does rank low on my list. But that's only because there are better films on it. Mm. It wasn't a bad film at all. Yeah, I, I really I like so, yeah. the the portal thing when they were dropping. Oh yeah, from the top of the stairs. Yeah, yeah. going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I just there were some parts in this film that I really liked. Um, it was tonally just a bit more dour than the rest of them. I, think. I don't know, you know, because it did have it really did have funny moments like where they're going. So what's happened to the professor? And it shows him naked on Stonehenge, yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. on ITV News as well. Yeah. Um, and then like another bit where they go in to see um, they they finally all meet up, and whilst they're all talking, you see Thor walk in the house and see a hook and go, hmm. yeah, with his, <laughs> with his hammer like that. It's little. I, I think the problem with this one, in comparison, is. Obviously, it was called The Dark World. It was always going to be a bit darker. Mm. But those scenes with the dark elves and stuff like that, it did feel very dark. Like, mm. you know, that, that almost was sucking the fun out of it yeah. Yeah. a little yeah. bit. So I think that's where that comes from. I yeah. get what you're saying. Like, the bits with Thor and yeah. some of the supporting cast were quite good and yeah. quippy. But 
I think that is what it comes from, and yeah. obviously that's what people will focus on: is yeah. is the villains being these dark elves and basically thinking, well, we're just dark twats. Yeah, no, I <laughs> completely, completely agree. I think you've hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, not a bad film, but I think that mm. those are the problems that it had. It's a bit forgettable because I'm trying to remember stuff from it, and it's like I, I, you remember certain scenes, mm. but I don't remember the overall. I I kind of. Like I should, I, I, now I'm really focusing on. I can remember there's there's cool bits like where the child moves into a lorry, and then they're dropping the keys to see where yeah, they're going yeah. and stuff like that. Well, the main thing was we get the ether in this, ether. and Jane Foster becomes you know it becomes infected with it or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then this is another Infinity Stone. So again, we're you know we're building on this Infinity Stone thing. So that it was an important film for that reason. Then we get another. Infinity Stone. Mm. It? it was just, yeah, like you said, little little parts were forgettable. But I really, I think the most, if I if that ever comes on, I don't turn it off again because I know I'm going to watch a really good Loki and Thor mm. story. Yeah, I really like the Thor films. I do. I don't know why they get so much shit. I'm a big fan of the character. I think um, the act, the acting in it's brilliant as well. Mm. Love it. But yeah, it ranks low. I give it um, a seven. I gave it a seven. It is about it's a seven for me mm-hmm. as well. Um, so if we move on well, to the next one. We went went from the Dark World to the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier, still keeping the kind of sombre tone here. So April, April people remember. People remember. Oh, wait, this is what annoys me and got me slightly vexed with you guys when we were talking about Black Panther because you're like, oh, it's a Marvel film. It's meant to be fun. It's not always meant to be fun. They are dark in some bits and Winter Soldier is a fantastic example it's a fantastic dark spy thriller which yeah. Gaz is now looking at me to say now nah, mate this is, this is why I didn't like this one just what, because did... I just I just think it was one of the duller ones for me oh it just pumped Captain America up to a whole new I mean, level again you know I mean I, I didn't really get much off Captain America from it I just I just didn't and then I don't know. We're just. I don't know what it is about these particular sets. Like in the comparison, as we have, we've just said to four, it had those quips in the background that I quite enjoyed, and the the character just kept me going with it. Whereas the Captain America ones, there's always just this element of oh, I'm a bit bored by this. I can I can see where you're coming from, absolutely. But this was the debut of the Russo brothers, and they just nailed this tone of this film. And the, obviously, the, it was kind of loosely based on the comic book as well, mm. which is a very, um, you know, there isn't a lot of joy in it. You know, it is quite, a, as Gaz would put, boring mm. to, to some people that weren't into that kind of thing. Um, but me and JB were absolutely blown away by it, weren't we? We went together to see it. Yeah. And we left that cinema like, wow. You were like, just... I remember you being like, that is the best Marvel film I have seen yet. Yeah, but yeah. I've I, changed my opinion now. Yeah, but it <laughs> but, was. It I mean, was, I've I've ranked it um, pretty low down uh, on my list. Uh, well, I say low down, middle eight. I've I've ranked it eight out of eighteen. Yeah, top ten. I've given it an eight out of ten as well. It's it's it, it just there's so many fantastic scenes in that I could just say now. So the boat scene, yeah, brilliant. I and made cap. Formidable. Like, those action scenes, that, yeah. those fighting oh, scenes were just... They're brilliant fighting scenes. Yeah. The the car scene with Nick Fury 
when he's getting all them when they're like all trying to get him. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. No, hold off, hold off, yeah, hold off. Yeah. They um, they and this the story in itself is amazing. So Fiore, it's a, such a good spy story. Fiore hires pirates to take a ship and then hires get shield to rescue the ship so he can steal the stuff off the ship he hired the pirates to go and take. It's ridiculous double. Uh, this this is basically the one where it it basically says that Shields, Shields being yeah. infiltrated isn't by it? Hydra yeah. for yeah, all yeah, these yeah, years, yeah. which loosely I, follows off of the true tale of the fact that we did take Nazis mm. onto our side after the war in the was it Operation Paperclip. That was and they based it off that that mm. they also took Hydra agents. I just thought it was a little messy. Oh no. A little. I thought it wrapped the thing Russo thought was it was too so well. It was, yeah, absolutely great. The whole Hail Hydra thing, like it just that became a meme for a while. It as just well. brought it to a different level. It's so likable. I love. I, I love. This was. The, this is the, the where the villain was basically a computerized thing. No, the com- uh, so well, a, 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 a villain. One, yeah. No, not the villain. Our villain was well, like yeah, was, okay. it was Zemo from the Zemo. from so the first from, one. Yeah. He's uploading himself to a computer. Um, which is very like the comic books where he's Zemo, Zemo is in Civil War not Zemo what's his name um, um, Zolo Zolo Zo, yeah Zola. Zo, Zola. 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 Um, the villain in this was the guy who was running S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. that big that big guy Robert Redford yeah is it what is it is that Robert Redford is that what he looks like he looks a bit like Donald Trump isn't he yeah, yeah it does it's Robert Redford but I, I, I just liked it I thought every scene was cool it the bit when it, make, it makes Widow, Captain America cool. It did, and the Black Widow was great in it too. The bit when she like infiltrated and she had that weird like mask on that made her face like yeah. someone else's, and like there was just so many bits in this where it was like, oh shit! You and know, you heard, like, also you heard the list when they're going. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's going to pin down and look at how you vote, your education, and if you're special. Look, and then just on this alone, you're, you've got Tony Stark, and then he says so some other names. He goes, and Stephen Strange. Yeah, Stephen Strange. Like, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Chris, like, oh my god. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, no, it was it was a real like fanboy film. Lots of Easter eggs in it, um, and I well, think Bucky is great of... as Winter Soldier as well. He's so scary, yeah, and such a good fighter. He, he was great, yeah, really, really good in that. Um, and Falcon is introduced. Yeah, love and Falcon, Falcon is it, amazing. Yeah. He's so good. On your left. Uh, on your left. What was I going to say? Um, the, I had there was one issue with this, and they've don't do it anymore. So, Agents of Shield is a TV show that I watch. It's quite a good show, and it is in the Marvel universe. Yeah. But the one thing they've always had a problem with is after it was commissioned, almost immediately, Kevin Feige didn't like it. Why he commissioned it, Lord knows. But after halfway through the first series, he didn't like it. But we, we people watch it, so it's kept going. It's Joss Whedon, isn't it? Oh. Joss Whedon as well. Um, and Samuel Jackson has been on a couple of them as well as Nick Fury. Um, but what they do is they don't know what's going to happen in the Marvel films. So they're almost like so they have to play. Yeah, the so they, they just have to be careful how the story goes. So after Thor The Dark World came out, they just made out that they went there afterwards. It happened so quickly, we couldn't do anything. And shows them cleaning up. The area sounds um, riveting, and, um, and finding objects and having to deal with that. But one thing that happened in this film then is it's revealed that Shield 
are infiltrated by Hydra, but the fucking programme is all about S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. <laughs> so they did have to have a bit of correspondence yeah. during this. Yeah. And in that came an issue. So if you watch the TV series before going to see the film, you found out Hydra was part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it ruins the twist in the film. Oh, but oh yeah. People, yeah. Other people yeah. got pissed off the other way. People yeah. went to see the film, watched the film, and then went home and realised, shit, what's going to happen in this? Because surely they're all Hydra. Yeah. And then it happened and everyone was like, oh, we knew. So mm. they then now... rather have the, the TV show spoiled in the film. Well, the Agents of, Sh- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is now completely separate. S.H.I.E.L.D. is like a rogue gang because they don't exist now because yeah. it got disbanded in the yeah. films. Mm. Um, so it doesn't ever happen again. But that was an issue for a few people. Right. Now, this one was... Um, I think a, a, the mature audience really came in for this one as yeah. well. I Not Gary. I can't see <laughs> many kids being enthralled in the cinema watching this, but it was one for the for the nerdy fanboys like us, wasn't it? Really, mm. and then from that, you know, sort of dark tone. Next, we get Guardians of the Galaxy, the lightest tone we've yeah. had so far. Just on curiosity, guys, what would you rate? He said I eight. I'd rate Winter Soldier eight. What would you rate Winter I, Soldier? I've rated it seven. I think you alluded to it before. There is good action in it. Mm. There's some good action scenes, so I've given it a seven. So I must have thought it was okay. It's just when I reflect on it, I just don't feel much for it. Um, I've got yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got quite. This is one of the ones where I've got quite a few notes. On I it. mean, we could talk forever about Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. This is a film that came out of nowhere. Um, even me as a comic book fan was not familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you know, they took a real gamble on this film. Oh, yeah. And by God, did it pay off. Mm. I went to go see this film in the cinema like five or six times. I did. I, I think... couldn't see it enough. Uh, I loved every fucking second of it, and it's still my favourite Marvel movie. Yeah. That's the best one. I, I do think this one is, is... I think you've got it right in a certain way. I think this is the strongest one. I think from your list before. The soundtrack, soundtrack when it kicks off, Parents it's immediate. The music is, I've got this music immediate, immediate happens yeah. with that really fucking cool. It's like song. you get this Indiana Jones kind of scene, and it's like, mm. oh my god, what's this about? And the way they set it up, and then that red bone track kicks in, and it's just like he starts dancing with his Walkman, and it's mm. like, wow, mm. I've never seen anything like this. I'm in on this journey mm. all the way. I mean, I've got like it's it's funny how you say like straight in with. Like the uh, Indiana Jones scene, a lot of yeah. things he purposely does in a retro way, so he gets beamed up almost like the ship comes out yeah. and shines a light on him. It's so eighties, yeah. mm-hmm. like close encounters of the third kind. So good. Um, I've put, we've put the kid looks nothing like Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well I, f- I forgot about the uh, the, the opening, opening scene, scene. Opening scene oh, by the way God, yeah. that's as emotionally oh it's like heart-wrenching as the first scene you know in Up yeah oh. Up yeah yeah oh so oh much is God. told yeah. in that those I blocked that minutes. out because obviously the, the Indiana Jones Redbone scene that I'm talking about that isn't the opening scene is it the opening no. scene is uh, when he's listening to what's he listening to uh, I'm oh. not in love yeah I'm not in love who's that by 10 CC is it it's just like, it's the most heartbreaking opening scene of a film ever, isn't it? Mm. And then from that, we get joy, and it's just like this. Mm. The way they did that was just amazing. Um, hologram equals metaphor for film. 
No idea what you're on about. Yeah. What, when, where's the, is there a hologram in it? Or well, at the start, when after that scene with his mum, and we get him on the planet exploring, he has a little device where he looks at how things used to be, and it's like a hologram. And there's like a kid with a dog going past, and like you see the buildings. Why have I put that hologram. to metaphor? Oh, I see. I've put hologram equals metaphor for film because it's good storytelling. So just with that one ho- ho- that one thing, him doing that hologram mm. and him being able to look around, he immediately told so much just mm. about that scene, about what he's doing, what he is, and everything. Mm. And in fact, the, uh, that's what I mean. The whole mm. thing, it's great storytelling. It's interesting Every well. character's introduced perfectly. Yeah, I, I think this is what is great about this one and I think this is why it is one of the most enjoyable is like as you say this is something that not everyone knew about no. this everyone's on the same and, page yeah. as well we're all getting introduced to these characters yeah. at the same time mm-hmm. you know you the see characters Star-Lord, are being introduced to the characters you see Star-Lord exploring this alien planet and he's got his helmet on he's got, he's got his mask on and you're like oh who's that is he a bad guy he looks kind of bad and then you know it takes it off and it does that weird thing where it yeah. just kind of fucking zaps back mm. and then you see that he's oh he's actually a good guy mm. you know it's just like it's just perfectly done I've put oh my god actually there's loads in those this things. again is is one of those where obviously this was like a new thing in the Marvel thing as well so it was like looking at how many bites. different characters and how many different locations yeah, yeah. they were getting out of it yeah. and they nailed the casting again oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt is fantastic the chubby guy from Parks and Rec I mean I yeah. love Parks and Rec but who'd have thought it? You know that he'd be Star Lord. Mm, yeah, and absolutely fucking nail it. Well, you've got like Groot as well. Just yeah, Vin Diesel. Diesel. I've just said I, I Batista. Am I would never. Oh, he's oh, amazing. Batista as someone oh, I would watch in films and he, think this is brilliant. And he's but... even better in the second one. Yeah, he is an absolute fucking star in these movies. Um, Rocket Raccoon, you get. Um, and it's a Bradley Walsh as Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Bradley Walsh! <laughs> What's, who plays him? Bradley Cooper. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Walsh from The Chase! I would fucking uh, pay to see Amer- that. For our American fa- uh, listeners, there is. Fan, a, you stop um, yourself saying fans then, there is a There's a character called Bradley, a man called Bradley Walsh who is on a programme called The Chase. It's a game show. It's actually a but Chase you, US as well. But you might end up knowing who he is because he's going to be the next companion in the next Doc series oh, of Doctor yeah. Who. Um, you know what's interesting though? Going on a bit of a chase tangent because I fucking love The Chase, mate. I was watching it the other day and there was a Doctor Who question on it and um, Bradley Walsh was like, oh, I didn't know the answer to that. I've never watched it. He's like, mate, you're going to be fucking on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's bad. I think in a way though, sometimes that can work because you've then not you're not playing. You're not pigeonholing it. yourself yeah. by a type. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag I digress. Um, so yeah, if the you watch, thing if, was if incredible. You go, if you go back now and watch it, I've put watching Yondu and Quill's dynamic is mm. completely different. It is knowing completely what you know yeah. and knowing yeah. that what you know Yondu, yeah. Yondu knows, you're like, oh, you didn't snap. know that Yondu knows that Yondu knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another great cast in that as well. Oh, Yondu. fantastic! Uh, yeah. Yeah. Michael Rooker. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he is amazing, and again, even better in the second one, which is why I like wrestle with which one's the best. Because I do I, love the second. I do one. think the first one is is superior to the second. It's, I think it's just it's, it's, it's a more solid film. Than... I prefer the music in this one. I always think that the second one has too much country music. I like country music. I, I like the soundtrack in the second one, but you get Bowie in this one. Um, and I've always put why always Ronan and Nebula sad face so a lot of people don't like Ronan and Nebula for some reason and I 
I think that Ronan. I disagree. I, I like think him. Ronan is a great villain. Yeah. Um, I think he's scary as fuck. I think Kid and Spine he gives him the name. Yeah. Your guardians of the galaxy. And then he said the name. Oh, that scene at the end where Peter Quill's dancing. Yeah. Have you seen the outtake of that where the guy playing Ronan just like he just go goes dance off bro and Ronan goes all right and starts dancing as well. Perfect. The atmosphere of this one, like, it's just got that right amount of action, right amount of comedy. I think this is one that you know you don't need to have seen the comics. Obviously, it's just a perfectly good film, a perfectly good action film, one that reminds you of, like, you know, going to see things like Back to the Future in the 80s. It's got that, like, kind of feel to it. The mm. colours are great. Yeah, the colours. Oh, yeah. the colour yeah. palette. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's it, just it, a boss yeah. film. It looked absolutely amazing. And if I had to have one flaw, one tiny flaw, I've just put, um, where is it? The Milano is not, is in, uh, the Milano ain't no Millennium Falcon. That's it. The Milano just I, doesn't. I think that's quite harsh. I think in twenty years' time, there's there's certain. I've got a model Milano to... in my house. Yeah, I, I think there's something to that. That you know, I'm not saying it's a Millennium Falcon. Maybe not, but that you're using the pinnacle of star fighting, you know, mm. <laughs> models as to go off. I think it's not bad at all. That mm. Chris went quiet there. <laughs> it's an interesting uh, opinion. Do you I, disagree? I, I, I think it's obviously you know it's fucking the Millennium Falcon. I love it, but it ain't no look at the Falcon. It's pretty ugly looking. The Milano looks nice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking orange and blue. Think, it's lovely. It's like this is almost like obviously we've just watched Ready Player One, and a lot of that is you can buy uh, you vehicles and stuff like that now. Yeah, I think a lot of people would buy the Millennium Falcon, but I'd be having that one. The Milano? Yeah. All right. I think it looks sexy. Well, I'm not surprised yeah. by a man wearing a salmon pink and blue <laughs> t-shirt right you're, now. You're wearing the colours of the Milano. Yeah. Um, what would we give um, What would we give it out of ten, chaps? Uh, nine. Very it's high nine. Nine. It's an, I'm and a, a nine very, well. very good nine yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah it's not... It, I've got my obviously my my Big Tens club. It's probably the closest a comic book movie's yeah. come to it. Well, apart from Dark Knight, that's like a ten. Well, that's in it, but I don't yeah. class that as a comic book movie, obviously. It Even though it's based Batman. on characters <laughs> from a comic book movie. No, because it that felt like it was real life. Yeah, do you get yeah. what I mean? I know, I that's why mean. I don't yeah, yeah. class it as a comic book movie. But, that, but that's but, the strength of that film to just completely, even though there's a Batman in it, to just mm. go. I completely believe this is real. But the, <laughs> but the Batman comics are grounded in reality. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There are comic books that are. Like oh yeah, that. he's not. He's not a superhero, really. No, he's he's not, just no. you know, just rich a guy enough to build yeah. things. <laughs> anyway. Bat tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on Holy to... Holy freaking tangent, Batman. The next one, which came out uh, the next year in 2015, uh, which was Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Now, this um, divided a lot of people. Personally, yeah. I loved it, and so, I rank it very high. I call um, it the breakdown of Joss Whedon. <laughs> I, 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 put this, I put this at number five. I really loved Age of Ultron. Okay. Um, you guys didn't, no? Um, my problem, <laughs> my problem is, and you've made it worse, is I was always a bit half and half of Ultron, because again in the trailers he looks menacing, 
and it seemed dark. And then he was more like Tony. He had Tony Stark's personality, so he was yeah. a bit of a quipper. Yeah. And then after reading Rage of Ultron yeah. and realizing the potential how dark and cool yeah. this character can be, yeah. and actually when I watched it back again, I ne- I don't like Ultron that much. It would have been way too dark for the for that cinematic but universe. The, but he is there. So that first scene, that very first yeah. scene, yeah. when he comes out yeah. and he's in this hideous robot body and he's speaking to them and his voice box is all mm. funny. That's all Trump. Yeah, yeah. And at the very yeah. end, when he's in again, he's found another broken body to go in, and uh, the he's vision finds vision. him. Yeah. That's all Trump. Yeah. That you can hear the anger. Everything in between is just totally stuck. Some guy ripping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, I don't know. It's not that I have. I don't. It's not that I don't like it. It's just weird. Oh God, I started writing pencil here. This isn't easy to see. His <laughs> um, pen run out. <laughs> um, opening scene. Uh, oh, that's weird. Yeah. So the opening scene, where I always thought didn't look good. I never like. I oh, from the in the cinema. I thought oh, that I like was it. CGI in the as fuck. You can see, but you can. I can see where language. It, no, I'm not saying that bit's bad. But the bit where it goes from what it's one long camera, um, one long take going from uh, person to person, and they did it in Avengers really well, going around the city, showing them all fighting. Yeah. But in this. You, I could see the CGI and, oh, and it I doesn't hold mean. up yeah. it didn't it, it didn't hold up in the cinema it doesn't hold up at all now it really it, I, I, I took out the film almost instantly watching that for me again it's the suspension of disbelief I'm, wa- I'm watching a comic book so I let those things kind of slip mm. a bit, you know um, what, what I'm getting confused with this one I think is this the one where you get Dick Silver and Scarlet Witch in this one yeah, so this is the one where they uh, raise the yeah. the earth. Yeah, Sokovia. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve of that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I don't like the whole the, the earth's yeah. basically being the yeah. ending. If, if that come down, <laughs> the earth is done. That's the idea. That's his plan, you moron. <laughs> yeah, I know, but then it, how does he get back because down? Because they blow it up to bits. Mm. They blow so it to a little part. I just... All right. I, I just <laughs> I've always been happier when it's just a bit more of a like, obviously like, uh, you want it, it a bit more grounded than putting yeah. it in there. <laughs> I get that, but again, for me, it's so comic booky. I loved it. Mm. I could just, oh, I loved it. I, I thought it was um, way better than people were giving it credit for. And I didn't understand all the Joss Whedon hate at all. I didn't get that whole controversy over oh Hulk wants a baby with Black Widow thing. Fuck that. I loved the whole Hawkeye thing, going back to his house, seeing his family, thinking, oh God, he's going to die. We, we, we love him now and now he's going to die and it wasn't. It's Quicksilver that dies. He sacrificed him. You know, I loved all that. Was this the first time a hero had died? Was that... When yes. did Coulson die? Oh no, Coulson died. Well, in he Avengers. kind of died in Avengers. But then right. they brought him back to life in Egypt. But Egypt as, a, as an actual character then, like one of the yeah. heroes one of the, the was Avengers. named almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was the first Which time. is interesting in itself, really. Because yeah. yeah. that's obviously... Well, in the early captain, there's, a, there's a, again, there's a cut scene where he survives. All right. Um, I'm glad he didn't because uh, so Aaron also... Taylor Johnson's accent was very yeah. ropey. Oh. You didn't see that coming. You did not see that coming. One, <laughs> one Avengers film. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. No more. This is one with two villains, essentially, isn't it? So Ultron is the main villain, yeah. I would say, but you've got the. Is he German or something? The guy who's almost. 
Is that this film? Oh, yeah. So, hold on. You're thinking... No, 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 no. You're thinking thinking of Civil War. Right, right. No, no. So, at the beginning... At the beginning, they are... At the beginning, they are taking on the Germans, the uh, Hydra. But this is why Zemo... Is upset, isn't it? Yes, yes, because yeah, he, right, he right, was in Sokovia and killed his entire family. Um, so, and, and then obviously this sparks the whole civil war thing, which will you know? Well, we'll from to. this point, I, I, Iron Man, the character Tony Stark, is a little bit of a dick. Is mm. it's because this entire film happens because he decides to mess with something he shouldn't do. He does um, it again. <laughs> he just and because of all of his actions, Sokovia happens. Because of that, then the Sokovia Accords happen, and it breaks up all of the Avengers. So it's quite a. I really, really loved Vision in this as well. This was another reason why I liked this film so much was the Vision. I thought he was done brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely brilliantly. It was Even a down to the bit where he jumps out and he's just hovering there, looking out the window. And then he like looks at Thor and, and sees he's got cape, like a, a cape a, and gives himself a cape. A cape. And he just gives himself one. It's just so cool. There's that bit where well, the, well, we'll go. We'll nearly get to that bit. If we rewind, some the, one of the best scenes, and I could watch an entire film of this. The party scene. Oh yeah. The party yeah, yeah. scene where they're all just yeah. sat around, we're all t- hanging out at a party, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and man, there's so much yeah. on, like the bit where you see War Machine going. So I brought oh, over yeah. the tank, dropped it at the king's feet, and was like, <laughs> "Boom! You looking for this?" <laughs> and then they don't even react, and he's like, "I said, boom! You looking for this?" He goes, "Ah, right." He goes, "Man, I, I tried." No, story? no, it's a good, good story. Good. Uh, that's a War Machine story. Good yeah. story. And then it goes like to to, to other scenes, and oh, it yeah. comes back later mm-hmm. to him like round some girls. He goes, and I said, "Boom! You looking for this?" And they all laugh, and he goes. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, they, they got the, one of the best Stan Lee cameos ever with the Excelsior. Oh, yeah, what he yeah. drinks, what he shouldn't have. He got Hulk and um, Black Widow flirting, which people didn't like. You got Iron Man <laughs> and uh, Thor trying to one up each other yeah. with their girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend's better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, you the, the, the hammer on the table. Yeah, oh, the hammer on the table yeah. scene. Is, but, but again, this is why Joss Whedon got into trouble. So in, in the trailer, he says, Tony Stark says something funnier than what he does in the film. He says something like, I will be, he says, I will be a cruel but just leader and tries to take yeah. it off and calm. In the, in the final take, they used um, a line where he says, uh, first thing I'll do is bring back the law of Antangimon or something like that, which no one understood. Everyone was like, what's that? Mm. And they look it up. And it, it's a law that meant back in the day, a king could basically go, see that woman? I want her. And they totally rape her against her will and it's fine. What? What? Yes. Oh Tony God. Stark says that line. And that's one that's thing... That's the one they went with? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Oh, that's why so many people kicked off. They were like, why would you Why would why you do that, that line? Yeah. The line in the trailer was fine. Why would you say that? Um, that is bizarre. Isn't it? About it? It's great, though, that scene where, obviously, you get the whole, oh, no one can lift Thor's hammer. You know, yeah. You've got to be worthy. And that's why brought it up. The when vision, vision goes, know. I don't know how I can get you to trust me, but all I can do is ask. Yeah. And hands Thor's hammer, and they're all like, ah! Yeah, everyone in the cinema audibly went, ah! like that. Just, oh, but I love the bit, I love it afterwards where they're going like they're going. Well, technically, he's a machine, so he's not a man. Yeah, so put it in the lift. He, he, <laughs> if you put it in the lift, doesn't the hammer go up? Is the lift worthy? Yeah. I, you, the bit that I love about this, right, is that I think. And this is why this universe works. Is it's those scenes like the party scenes yeah. that gives the Avengers and the characters 
the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. So this is what makes it work yeah, for me. Absolutely. So as much as yeah. I didn't really like the end that yeah. much, I loved everything yeah. leading up to the end. The character development spot yeah. on. And yeah. that's that's what where the strength of the MCU yeah. is in films like this, Absolutely. where they bring them all together yeah. and do things like that. Yeah. It's funny, it's great, you see yeah. all the, the spirit between yeah. them all. And it's Even cl- though they're fraying yeah. at times, you still get that yeah. thing. And it's clever. Mm-hmm. You see... A lot of people, DC films, they see that and they go, oh, it's jokes, jokes, we need to throw some jokes in, that's how we get people to like our films. It's not just about the jokes, it failed in Justice League movie, yeah. because they were just throwing jokes in. Yeah, no, exactly. it's got to be clever. It's, it's just be... like, for instance, when um, he gets out the suit, Tony Stark's looking around going, get me a, he says, scan the room, and he goes, I'm picking up an unusual heat signature from the wall to your left. He goes, okay. Uh, you just keep guarding this. Uh, if I press, oh, yeah. anyways, please be a secret door. Please be a secret door. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Simple, just yeah, that. Yeah. And the character would yeah. do that because he's, he's just a bit silly sometimes to himself. I forgot. Go. Oh, I've just put Jeremy Renner is the bomb. <laughs> yeah, I love Jeremy. That's Renner. that scene. Yeah, where he's with Scarlet Witch, and she's getting you know, and she's the one to hide, and he's like, yeah. look, I'm fighting robots with a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Yeah, in a floating city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like you walk out that door, you become an Avenger, and just that scene—that's just so cool. And when he like he uh, he speeds past him, Quicksilver speeds past him, takes his sister, and knocks him yeah. over, and he just goes and like goes to yeah. fire and arrow. Goes, no one would know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one would know. <laughs> it's, it, it's good. It, it's really funny in it. See, yeah, it, it's a I fun film. Josh Whedon, hey, he fucking wrote Hawkeye so well in that. Yeah. But it's kind of like they kind of forced an Infinity War with Thor running off um, to... Infinity War? Yeah. So they forced a bit of the the upcoming Infinity War and the Infinity Stones by forcing Thor to go off on this weird side quest. Well, no, the the reason why they did that and they got got rid of the Hulk as well was because they couldn't have had them in Civil War because... No, 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 no. Well, yeah, they're making them... Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying there. But it did feel forced, that scene... Like, it was, like, weird out of nowhere. Because, you know, questionably, they are the most powerful Avengers. If if either one of those teams in Civil War had a Hulk or a Thor, Thor. it would have been game over. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, okay, they had, yeah, they had it, to do that. Um, Should we move on to the next one? Well, what did we rate that we gave that out of ten? I gave oh. it an eight. Uh, let's see. I think it's just, it's an... It's a seven. Oh, I, I gave it an eight as well. I yeah, enjoy it, really but it. Ultron really grounds on me. It has some amazing fight scenes, like the the um, Hulk Buster armor oh, fight. Hulk Buster, Hulk. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of fight scenes in it, yeah. which are really good. And we get introduced to Ulysses Claw as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, to be honest, I completely forgot he was in a different film. Yeah, that's no, I really liked him in, in Black Panther, but I thought that was a new character. <laughs> no, no, that's no. where he loses his hand, isn't it? He loses his completely blanked it. <laughs> and Ultron's like, oh shit, sorry, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's an odd movie. It's a, it's an odd movie. I did like it. I think Joss Whedon was being asked to do too much, though. Um, I've ranked it higher than the first Avengers I know, movie. you, you weirdo. <laughs> the way, I, I, the way I, I've I'm ranked not, this is... I'm not sure that's wrong. I'm looking at... I honestly, like, as I say, like, oh, my there? biggest uh, thing with this was the end was a bit too over the top. But everything leading up to it, I thought it was perfect. Yeah. It's completely, and where we're saying here, where it ranks in the MCU, yeah. this was just that next step, yeah. again, of this is what the characters are doing now. Yeah. I think it's it's... 
perfectly. Yeah. I've ordered these films in obviously order of what's my favourite, but also order on what I'd most like to watch right now. Mm. And I'd rather put on Age of Ultron and watch that right now than Avengers Assemble. I think it's the arc. That it's just obviously the storyline arc fun. of the whole universe yeah. is stronger yeah. in this one than it was at the Avengers level. Now, that's obviously because we're further along. But it's more yeah. about that for me. This I, like, I do like Iron Man and Cap beginning to put heads more in this one. Because Iron Man is, is turning, he's going like, I, I feel now responsible to protect the world. I'm trying to do what I need to do. You don't understand Cap, and Cap said, "Well, I've, I've been I've been feeling responsible since I was a little skinny shit, hmm. but I'm not as not crazy enough to do what you're doing, building ma- massive robots and setting them loose. It, it's quite interesting. I, I think the humour's better in it, the jokes are better in it as well. Yeah, all right, okay, so, yeah, okay. Uh, right, so next up oh. came out only a couple of months later on in July 2015 was Ant Man. I have so many notes for this. I think this is my favourite. This is an odd one. It was great. Because you've got to think, like, it came out of that massive thing. This is what it got so right. So Age of Ultron was the big thing yeah. that everything led towards. Characters. And all of a sudden, here comes this film that, yeah, it's not in the main story arc, but sat beautifully mm. in the franchise at the same time. There's slight little nods to what's mm. happened or characters in, in the universe, but it's its own thing. And I think that worked perfectly. Yeah, very self-contained and you could just literally hop on and just watch this. And, yeah. And know. it was, again, the yin to the yang for me of going from ultimate destruction yeah. at the end of a movie to just it being basically a heist. Yeah. Being so low-key. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I just like... <laughs> yeah. I know, I liked it. It was just... Cl- it was closer to the Marvel TV shows. It was funny and polished and fun. And it was also what Marvel does so well. It's original, it t- takes chances, and it sticks to the material. It mm. doesn't try and change too much. And then again, you've got Scott Lang. Yeah, like, that was the right cool. choice. I'm, cool. so, I'm so glad they went with Scott Lang rather than Hank Pym. Because obviously that stuff's happened in the comics with Hank Pym where he's you know, hit, hit his wife, hit Janet, and that sort of tainted the character for life. And he's a immense, he's, he's a very so troubled person. They, Disney couldn't go with that, so no. they went with Scott Lang. But I like the Hank so, Pym's in it. Yeah, Hank Pym's in it, and it's the, the backstory's great. Again, it's an origin movie done right, you know. Yeah. It's just so... I, I think it's... A, it's it's, it's, it's one of, perfect, really, for, for yeah. an origin movie, because it's almost... The origin of Hank Pym and Scott Lang all rolled mm. into one. Yeah. You know, you've always... You, with some of the origin stories, you already kind of know the thing. Like, um, do you, I don't know whether that made any sense, to be honest, but mm. it, it, this felt like you watched the birth of the character because you already had the origin story for Hank Pym. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, yeah. Well, I, my one hole in the story, in my opinion, was so he, you've got Cross trying to shrink the yellow jacket down. That's his main thing. He needs to be able to shrink it down to make it a formidable weapon to use and then sell to armies everywhere mm. I just wrote down well isn't it just a good weapon anyway mm. <laughs> or you just it's, it's, a, it's a brutal uh, yeah I get, weapon anyway. I get why it was being done that way though uh, but I actually again thought the villain was quite good in this I can't remember the guy who plays it um, but I thought it was quite decent um, no, I, I really like it. Oh, that's like the one. He thing. had the kind of right tone and the right way he said things that you, you could. 
you could see the villain in him. Which, again, is, is the sad thing is, again, there'll be no more of him. Well, we saw... We saw of, of who? Of the guy who's the... the oh, villain. yeah, 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 yeah. I can't um, remember his name. Cross. Yeah. What, um, what is... What, what's his... It's Yellow Jacket, isn't yellow it? Yellow Jacket. Um, I've put, like... This is another time you said about how Quicksilver died. We've lost another great one in this one. Anthony. Oh yeah, the Anthony. 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 <laughs> so sad. It is sad. Yeah, uh, sad Eve, Eve looked like she was going to cry when that happened. Um, <laughs> and some hero in this one as well is his mate, Lewis. Oh, I was just looking at him on absolutely IMDb. fantastic. Michael Pena and his stories. In yeah, this. Uh, this is the thing that is making me look forward to the next one so yeah. much because mm-hmm. it was a brilliant blend of like comedy and action. This one. And it's those moments with him that just elevated this film. It was so funny. I, I mean, God, I've heard so many things. Like, I've just wrote Falcon, yay. Um, <laughs> moving Ants to... Uh, moving Ants is like Green Lantern's willpower, I've put as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, there's, uh, it, it's just fun. I just like... It's a bit like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids mm-hmm. with the objects which shouldn't be there mm. appearing that fight scene with the toy trains the Thomas the Tank Engine yeah, yeah fucking exactly. hilarious yeah. when it like zooms out you go ah and mm. it just seems like tink yeah. and it falls over um, the way they played with the whole scale of yeah. things you know going big and small and it was done really well I was afraid it might be a bit honey I shrunk the kids but, but I think it, it is in a good way it, they really did nail it no I, I that's first scene where you see him shrink down and he's in the bath Mm. And then you get that incredible sequence where he like he, falls. he gets washed by the water, and then mm. he goes down a floorboard and in someone's party, and then out, and it's just like yeah. what, this is boss, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the, and then all I like the fact they address why can't we get the Avengers involved because now they're bad because of everything that's happened in Sokovia. The, it says no Stark and the Avengers are bad. It was news. a perfect time to plop this film into it. After yeah, that. perfect. Definitely, really enjoyed it. That to me. I easily a nine for me. Really? I'd give it a high eight. Yeah, same high eight. Really liked it. I'd rank that number ten on my list. And I, I, I'm think I'm, I really am looking forward to uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Really looking forward to that. So we move on now to Phase Three. The first film of Phase Three was Captain America: Civil War in May 2016. Now I really liked this. Really, and I rank it really high up at number four. On my list. Right. Yeah, I, th- I I think obviously this is one which again, despite it being a Captain America movie, for me this is it's an, Avengers two point five MCU <laughs> movie, mm. so, shall we say? Because I, I don't, I still don't understand why. It's, I, I get what you're saying. It, it's more about Bucky Cap and, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But this is a this is Avengers for me. There's too many other characters in it for it to not be an Avengers movie. It's not like obviously we just said about Ant Man. He's on his own. Most of them four they're usually on his own when it's you know you might have one character like in the new four mm. Hulk's in it but this was all of them so I don't this, understand this myself. film but it is a fantastic movie it should not have worked in theory what you're going to bring in all of the Avengers fighting together loose very loosely based on the comic book yeah. by Mark Millar and introduced Spider-Man and Black and Panther, Black Panther. Ooh, you know, I was worried about it, but oh my god, how wrong was I? It, it I just should work. It. There it was a lot work. going on, but I it think they just so well. got it 
bang on, the, didn't they? The, like the introduction yeah. of those characters yeah. just fit perfectly. It wasn't like they just completely went overboard, like trying to go, oh, well, we're going to try and get them in somehow. It was just, there they are. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so organically just part of the story. Mm-hmm. The pacing in it was perfect. You know, you've got T'Challa, you know, you're introduced to his, his father and then that happened because of and then it's just like yeah he's the Black Panther now what's a Black Panther oh oh it's this okay let's move on and then it's like okay but now we're in we, we see on the screen Queens and you and me just oh, go and, oh dear oh. Spider-Man and it's just Tom Holland and he is Peter Parker yeah. and it's like okay cool that and, in you know, particular just, obviously was one of the highlights seeing a Peter Parker that was so Peter Parker yeah, yeah. and young Peter Parker yeah, yeah, obviously finally. then made you so excited for the, uh, Spider-Man the Spider-Man movie yeah. that you knew was coming, the Black Panther movie yeah. that you knew was yeah. coming, yeah. and I also think like the fact so that they integrate. You know, we've already had the Ant Man movie, but now you're getting Ant Man with the Avengers, yeah. and it all just worked yeah. perfectly. Paul Rudd in this was brilliant as well. Mm. Oh. He was acting like a starstruck, you know, yeah. fan. Like, wow, Captain America! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank his... you for thanking of me. Yeah, and yeah. he turns around. <laughs> does he look? He look, turns around and sees. Oh, is it David Jeremy Renner or someone? He turns like, around and says, oh, hey, hey, I know you. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He was, he was one I'm shaking your hand too long. He was one of my favourite parts about this film. Obviously, it was all about Captain America and the Civil War with Bucky and Zola and all the rest of it. There's no, Zola, Zemo. Zemo. Fucking mixing mm. these guys up. But uh, Paul Rudd in this, and then you know you get Giant Man. Giant, oh my like, God. In the cinema, because I've been saying, oh, I wish they could use Giant Man yeah. all the way up to it. It's like yeah. if they use Giant Man, and the bit where he went. I need to try something. Yeah. I've only tried it once. So I think I gripped your hand. Yeah. I was like, no, he's not. And then when he turned, went big on the cinema, I was like, yeah. yeah. I oh, that was the one of the happiest I've ever been yeah. in the cinema. I'm so glad I didn't have that spoiled for me. I, mean, I love his reaction as well. It's like, oh. Yeah. You see his eyes. <laughs> you see his eyes. are like, what? Did he? Did, why is the big, the small guy giant now? And he's going, yeah, and just messing around. And then Tony Stark, the, the quips, all the lines are, the script is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Tony Stark going, if any of you guys have any like secret awesome powers, now will be the time to use them. And then it was get, perfect. Like, but again, even though they were fighting each other, some of the little quips to yeah. each other was. I just remember them being brilliant. And like you get Spider Man going. Have any of you guys ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. <laughs> and then he like does the Hey, can, tell me, how young is this kid? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him. <laughs> no, it's um, Stark, for me, has the most difficult journey. And I look, this is something that always strikes me. What you can't remember is, when we first meet these characters, Stark is pro-business, anti-government, mm. quite selfish as well. And then you've got Captain America, pro-government, pro-country, mm. um... Uh, uh, just wants to help, willing to sacrifice himself. You almost have these characters swap sides yeah. because now he's uh, by, after everything that happened in uh, Winter Soldier. He's uh, Cap. Cap doesn't trust the government. Thinks that the world do- has to be bodied by themselves, and uh, he. He uh, he, I don't know, he, he. I don't know how to describe. But Tony is now. He's now the regimented he's one. He wants to keep everything. You know. Yeah. Well, we need to be structured. Blah, we blah, need blah, rules. Blah. And it's Cap who's going. Well, I'm going to be a maverick. I want to do what I want to do. That's maverick. Yeah. That was what I was looking for. And these two characters have completely swapped sides, mm. and that's fantastic character building, mm. character work. It's initially when it was going to be announced, I thought Cap was going to be the guy who was. Trying to get everyone to sign the Sokovia Accords, but it made more the sense. Strength, this way. The sense for this is just in what we've 
basically just done for five minutes where we've said so many things about, oh, I love that character and I love that character. You know, all of the characters really brought their own little thing to it, yeah. which I thought was, when you've got that many characters, yeah. that is incredibly yeah. difficult to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you've got Ant-Man, you've got Spider-Man, you've got Black Panther, you've got Cat, you've got Iron Man, and all all the other ones as well, without even reeling off the rest <laughs> of the list. How did they manage to get every single one as a know. jackpot in that film? Because it's, it's, it's a miracle. It's, I couldn't think of one that I go, but yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't quite like him in exactly. this one. I've wrote down little things. So I put but, moral yeah. implications. Imagine DC trying this story. <laughs> Don't make they can't me even laugh. get five um, of them together. No. I think the only thing I'm, thinking, I'm trying to figure out who was the enemy in this? Ah, now this is what I remember. I can't so, even remember. Zemo. I just remember them fighting each other. Zemo. Oh, man. Zemo. Zemo. I've put... Zemo is interesting. Should and have they had purple bark lava. Didn't... I actually yeah. think, because it was quite an understated villain, that actually worked brilliantly in this. Mm. Rather than having an over-the-top villain, mm-hmm. that almost mm-hmm. let the, yeah. the heroes, who were then villains to each other, work... What I, one thing I liked about this is the story is so watertight, right? And so clever on how Zemo decides to take them down. Um, that the Russo brothers, we have been interviewed and some guy went, I found a plot hole with uh, with this. And they went, go on. Not, we, we don't think you're a dick. Just tell us. We need to know. Mm-hmm. Went, well, how does, Zemo, how does Zemo know Iron Man will show up at the end? And then to show him the footage to make him fight Cap and the Winter Soldier... And they just looked at each other, and one of them just went. Zemo leaves the guy uh, calls uh, his um, room service from where he is, so that the woman finds the body of the guy he killed to then sneak into the base to catch the Winter Soldier. He knows Iron Man will be looking for any information to do with this at the moment, and it will be fed to him. And Iron Man will then realize he's got to go and help Cap because he's now realized Cap's been right all along. Mm. And when you hear it back, you're just like, oh shit, yeah, they thought of everything. Mm. It's it's brilliant. Um, Zemo, people just write Zemo off a bit and say he's a bit I of a... I thought he was quite a clever... He's not, he's clever. He's not an outright supervillain. He's no, just he's, a, a villain. But at but the same time, when you hear it, I think there's that bit where he's sat on the hill watching what he's done. Mm. And he's almost like, well... And he goes to kill himself? Because yeah, he's, like, he's almost like, I know what I've done. I had to do it. But... He thinks the Avengers. Is, he thinks the Avengers are dangerous because yeah. he killed his entire family. He's not actually from and he evil, came... is he? In, no. in a strange way, he's just obviously had something really bad happen to him because of what the Avengers done, and it's just retribution. But now I've also wrote on this here: How many superheroes' parents have to die? So if we go through them, Iron Man's parents mm-hmm. dead. Captain America outlived them, dead. Spider Man. Dead. Charker, Black Panther. Dead. <laughs> um, am I forgetting anyone here? Um, come on, help me out. What other superheroes are in this? Ant Man. No, I think his parents are alright. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what you get where you go. I just through. think they kill a lot. A lot of people superhero. Oh, Vision. His parents are uh, uh, Ultron. Yeah. Dead. Oh, <laughs> They've all got dead parents. Black yeah, Widow's parents dead. By the way, oh, we'll talk about it in a bit when we talk about Spider-Man, but uh, they never, there's no Uncle Ben no. in this universe. We haven't had an Uncle Ben. Well, They've not well, mentioned anything about Uncle Ben. They've hinted something's happened to make him feel this. Because when Iron Man questions him of why he wants to be it, he kind of 
dances around the subject mm-hmm. and eventually goes, look, at the end of the day, if I've got these powers, I've got to do something with them. So I think that will come up at some point. Um, there's a t- uh, Peggy's speech was great. Um, not Peggy's speech, but the that was an upsetting scene as well. Yeah. He goes to visit Peggy and she's like gone mental. Um, I give it a nine. Me. I'd probably say it's an eight again for me. It's a nine. Eight for me. I also wrote down that there is a really cool bit where Cap, uh, Tony goes to give Cap some pens so that like a set of pens that he's dug out from like the war he's like we can use these to sign the accords and Cap's really considering it but then he hears that he's locked up um, Scarlet Witch which again by the way we didn't touch on that but Scarlet Witch and Vision flirting and this was fucking hilarious would you like a pizza? maybe we should have (laughs) a pizza then yeah uh, and he then goes when he finds it out he goes no what why would I even think about signing that with you you're, you're out of control and Cap says take the pen back I'd hate to break up the set I'd love that line because mm-hmm. I'm like subtle. that's sort of like I hate to yeah. break up the set as if in, I'd hate to be the one responsible yeah. for everyone was going in our separate ways I love it really good film definitely. so let's move on to uh, Doctor Strange which came out in the same year Oh, it was Doctor Strange? 2016. Right, okay. Uh, it, was, it was November 2016 this came out. Um, I really like Doctor Strange. I've not ranked it very high on my list. Uh, well, I was saying that it's number 12. Uh, I loved the visuals in it. I loved the idea of Dumamu at the mm-hmm. end. I loved the twist. Um, I saw it in IMAX 3D and it was fucking beautiful. Like the inception sort of like mm. cities folding in on themselves and all the, you know... Um, not mystical what, what am I thinking of here uh, trippy shit you know like yeah. that mm-hmm. I loved all that uh, and seeing magic in the MCU for the first time was great uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was cool in it as well um, I went completely the other way yeah, I don't like this at all oh, really? I think wow. it was visually distracting at times I, I think I'm there's, into that there's parts of it I think it was just far far too much and I think because you've got Inception that come before it, there's nothing new to it. I get it. If they'd have have done that as the first film that ever did visuals like that, I think people would have been blown away by it. It took Inception and then built upon it, Mm. quite literally, because Inception literally is just cities folding in on themselves and shit. This, it just brought a completely new dimension to it. It was literally building on it. It wasn't the same as Inception. No, I didn't like this. On my second viewing... It was boring. Um, I thought it was quite dull. I don't the think story the humour was great well. in it. I don't actually like Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Yeah, his accent's really bad. Um, I think time is really poorly portrayed in this. I had mm. no concept of time. Sometimes it's too quick. Sometimes it's too slow. I kind of sometimes forgot his hands were the problem. Um, and then he'd go, oh, my fucking hands. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's, his hands are an issue. Um, no, I thought they did a really good job in developing his character. Then He was a dickhead and he hurt himself because he was a dickhead. And that development of that character was done really well, I thought. And he played it really well. I also didn't like how... So, like, like a, good, a scene that really explains it for me is where he comes... He, he gets... They find his body and the nurse is working on his body... And he comes off the, the celestial plane or whatever it is, um, the astral plane, to speak to her, to tell her what to do. 
For starters, she thinks she should be thinking he's there. Second, she hasn't seen him in ages anyway. And third, he's just popped out of an astral plane to talk to her. Mm. Her reaction is kind of like, oh, what What are you doing here? <laughs> like he just yeah. walked in. Yeah, and then he's just like, come yeah. on, we've got to focus on this. And she's like, okay. Um, I was like, I'm sorry, that wouldn't happen. Like, not in a million years. That took me out of the movie. Yeah. I just think that there was a load of scenes in this like that. It, it just no, didn't, I, they didn't I, take time yeah. on it. It was lazy. I, I really went... This is the visuals are great, but I, I think it looks good. But at the same time, as I say, I, I think there was so much going on in them visual scenes where things were folding in on themselves that it was quite distracting. I thought I just don't, I didn't get it. It was far too much for me. It was way over the top. And even then, when it wasn't in that crazy world where things are falling in on themselves and blah blah blah, I thought the plot was just so dull. Yeah. It's like he's just learning how to be magical. But again, time's the not only, portrayed well. The only so... saving grace for this film was the, the guy in charge of the library. That's it for Wong. me. Wong. Yeah. I, honestly, no, I think I that's, a, that's he, an opinion. It could be right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was good. He, he was, he was the like, humour aspect of it. I didn't like the Beyonce joke there. Oh, oh yeah. That mm. was really shit. But saying that, though, I really like the cake. I love the pet. Oh, the cake! The cake was the best character in the whole yeah, fucking film. Yeah. I'd, I'd what about that. what about? Didn't um, like the villain. Didn't like the villain at all. Yeah, he's, what's he's, his face? Um, Animal. Oh, we saw, we met him at Wales. Uh, not Wales. Uh, London Con. Version Sturkenberg. What's his name? I don't know. Miles Mickelson. Mickelson. Miles yeah. Mickelson. Um, yeah, he's, is that his name? It is something like that. Just made noises. This this <laughs> was one for me. I get. It's a completely different character. It's a different way of doing things in the MCU because, as you say, you know it's magic and stuff like that. But for I like me, the battle it, at the end. I, I think it fell so flat. The, that is actually one of the things which I did like. It was a different sort of ending. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, Domamo, I have come to what yeah. is it? I have come to bargain with you. Yeah. It was like a psychological win rather yeah. than. And if you hate Benedict Cumberbatch, you love that scene, watching him getting killed over and over <laughs> again. And if you love Benedict Cumberbatch, you love that scene because Benedict Cumberbatch also plays Domamo. Does he? Yeah, yeah he's doing Domamo as well. That's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm. he, he he loves doing all that stuff. That's why he's the dragon in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Or Hobbit so, or you guys really didn't like it by the sounds no. of it. Does, no. this ra- does this rank at the bottom for you? Yes. yes. Last Easily. one? Yes. Easily. Even below Hulk? Yes. Easily. Wow, okay. I, like, I, I can put Hulk on and like it. This last... I, I, I watched it last night. this movie. I, I struggled. I struggled watching it. I was I nearly um, turned it off, but I thought, I'm going to get through this. Just crack open another bottle of beer. Yeah, just <laughs> and write stuff that I cannot fucking read. Like, yeah. There's oh. parts to it. Can you read that? No. Exactly. It's I can see the words how much I love you. We're get we're, we're gonna have to move on because so I think there's parts to it. There's yeah. obviously like the end is good and as we say, you know, the cape and stuff like that. So I would give this one a five. Five. Ooh. Yeah, five from me as Harsh well. Harsh that mate. Five. Fucking I give Justice League a five. It wasn't as bad as that. I give this a seven. I thought it was perfectly fine. No. I'm I it is on Justice League. Oh come on now, guys! Really hard, to, like visu- visually. That's all that saves it. Oh, the visuals. I t- it wasn't panned at the time. I, I, think, I think I've given this to Lee. I were to be honest. So I was taken I'm away probably, by the visuals at the time. Sure. As looking back now, I can. And Benedict is he isn't good in this. Fair enough. Let's move on to something that was good that came out um, May twenty seventeen. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh yes, I loved this film and. 
debated whether it was was on the top, top spot, you know, because oh, just you know, again, the amazing soundtrack, beautiful visuals, hilarious humor, um, great acting, compelling story, awesome villain. Loved Kurt Russell as Mogo. Um, yes, yeah, and Kurt Russell as who? Ego. Ego. Oh, sorry. I've been, Mogo. I've, I've been reading a lot of Green Lantern lately. Mogo. <laughs> Mogo's Mogo's a Green Lantern planet. Oh, I thought he was talking like Mojo Jojo. No, no, Mogo's a Green Lantern right. planet. Um, yes, no, I absolutely love this film. Um, I put it underrated here. I, I, I don't think it's necessarily I'm underrated. I. I I don't think a lot of people rate it as highly as mm. the first one, and I would probably say that's accurate because I think the soundtrack for me isn't as good. Yeah, I agree. I don't like the end as much. I don't like the ego oh. planet thing. I loved it, um, and I loved okay. the whole ending. And Such I, a sad ending. It's a sad with Yondu, mate. I watched yeah, it overnight, and I like fucking that. cried. Eve cried. <laughs> oh, it's sure, so seen it, but Eve cried. And Stallone in it as well. Oh, it was brilliant. Stallone was weird. No, Stallone was great. I, I thought it was weird. I I loved it. I, that felt a little shoehorn. No. Yeah. To me. <laughs> loved the Stallone the, in this. And the, the only thing I would say that was much He's better, oddly enough, was Groot. I thought young Groot was Baby better Groot. than... Yeah, I, thought, I loved Baby Groot. But I, it's a completely different character. Obviously, yeah. it's it's... Still Vin Diesel. <laughs> I get. I don't understand how much he would have to do. Well, apparently, so what but, happened is Vin Diesel actually gets a proper script from James Gunn. <laughs> James Gunn gives him an actual script. The easiest fucking script ever. No, 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 no. He gets a script of what he wants him to say. So, like, he says, so in this bit, Groot's saying... I, you know, like when he says, you're the guardians of the fucking galaxy, and he, and yeah. Rocket t- says it yeah. translates for him, he sees you're a guardian of the fucking galaxy, but then James Gunn tells him, you have to get that across by just saying, I'm group. So he takes it as a really challenging role. Oh, so ev- everything he says, he is actually saying, we don't know what he can see, but uh, he, he gets, has a so proper script. It's a weird, like, obviously, it's one of them where you just, like, obviously you don't know it's Vin Diesel, but I like, just imagine him sat in a room for, like, hours just going, I am Groot. <laughs> like, <just laughs> over and over again in different ways. Yeah. And, and, like, also, do you know that the bit where Groot's dancing at the beginning, mm. so when he came off this scene and his head, James Gunn, he was telling the people what he wanted Groot, baby Groot to do, and they're like, how do you want him to dance? And then he tried to do it, and he was like, no, no, you're not getting it. So that's James Gunn dancing. He's got a suit on. <laughs> and, he, and all that's that entire dance amazing. is exactly he did so because he knew exactly what he mm. wanted him to yeah. do. That's a great little bit of trivia. Um, I love. There's so many funny bits in this film, but it really kicks in the th- in the third act. Like it's one of the only films where, where, out of all these, especially the fun and comedy kind of films, where all of a sudden the comedy, even though the third act should be full of consequence and like you know. He's battling his dad. Everyone could die. The planet's going to explode. His dad gave his mum cancer. It gets really funny. Yeah. So you get that thing where they go, oh, we've got to get there quickly. We've got to do like 700 jumps. Oh, yeah, and my dad yeah, yeah. goes, so what, what's the problem? He goes, no, it's 700 jumps. What? And then they, they, their face yeah, yeah. is like, ah! I was pe- I was crying with laughter at those scenes. <laughs> the bit where then you've got uh, Stan Lee with the watches was fucking yeah. great. So good. The bit where... Um, uh, Peter Quill turns into Pac-Man. 
to do, try yeah, and defeat yeah, his yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. And the bit where he goes, oh, Quill, you have some issues? He goes, of course I've got issues. That's my freaking father. Yeah. And he's this zombie thing. <laughs> this, it, it, I was laughing my yeah. head off for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. And then he gets dead sad. Because yeah. Yondu oh, died. Girls, yeah. Oh, again, the, yeah. another classic line. Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. It's Amazing. fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's so film. funny. That is a great film. I just Love it. Very I don't quotable. quite think it hit the first one. Um, so let's let's move on to the next one, which was what's your rating for that film? Oh, um, I give it a very high eight. I don't understand why you really like these films, but you never give them a ten. Because ten so is like what's a ten, ten for you, by the way? Like, a dark night. Yeah, ten I, is I get what you're saying. Like Jaws. I, yeah, you know the behemoth of cinema okay, Jurassic okay. Park is I, I reserve my 10 for yeah Jurassic yeah. Park oh you see like you see oh, I'm soundboard not working I've got a thing for every time he mentions Jurassic Park <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you've got to got mention dinosaurs at least once um, in a total early podcast for me, for me it's like a 9 I really like it I, I would give this one an 8 I gave the first one a 9 I don't yeah. like it quite as much as that but I still think it's fantastic my so it's, it's a high 8 for me so let's move on Spider-Man Homecoming July 2017. Uh, uh, I, I was, didn't write any notes for this. I loved this. Yeah, I was very impressed by it. I thought this was it. perfect yeah. Marvel. Yeah. I remember watching it. Watched it, we watch it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were really sceptical going on as well. I, well, I, I wouldn't say I was necessarily sceptical, but I, I just think Spider-Man has been done so many times. Yeah, we got a little precursor in Civil War, but I just thought, is it just going to be the same old... Spider-Man story that I'm going to watch again but just with a different Peter Parker blew me away it's a mm. different take yeah. on it Peter Parker is perfect perfect absolutely perfect yeah. and the Spider-Man's that, perfect as well that villain yeah. oh two words Michael Keaton oh he my god I love that man yeah it, I love him this is the one I want to recur more yeah, than then. anything yeah. this is yeah. this could be an MCU's Joker and, and who'd have thought it? The fucking vulture. Exactly. He's a joke character in the comics. He's an old man with wings. Yeah. If they like... played it right, they could have got something big out of that character. I think they've kind of almost gone away from him. I think well, because of the way the way the end was. And stuff like no, that. No, Is he going to go bad? Yeah. I think he, he. I think he could go bad again. He's he, or. He's, you've got that Loki side of will he, won't he. He might yeah. have to go along with it because if he doesn't, they'll suspect something. Yeah. Oh, man, I just I hope he, he is going to recur and that he, he's a big thing yeah. in this again because I, I thought that the scene in the car, the oh. scene where he first turns up to the house. Yeah. In the house. The kitchen so, scene. so good. Yeah. I still feel the tension yeah. of that scene. Mm-hmm. That was so well acted. And I love how they make it so... Peter is fucking shit scared because yeah. he would be. He's a kid. Yeah. He's absolutely. This is this isn't even a concept. And then it's brilliant because they think he's shit scared because he's meeting the parents mm. and about to go on a date. It's brilliant. An, a, an the, ideal the, Greek setup. They take the picture. Yeah. And he's oh, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to smile, but like oh. Brilliant. And then when, they, when he drops the building on him to kill him, and yeah. then he's panicking, just like in the comic, crying as a kid. Yeah, and oh, he's yeah. a kid. Honest to God, I think this is one of the best ones they've done for just the character itself. Mm-hmm. If you think about, like, he is just a young kid. So, like, his, his mate is brilliant in it. He's, like, obviously going, come on, we can go to the party and you can yeah, get yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just imagine a couple of kids and one of them yeah. just happens to be Spider-Man. If your mate finds out, he's like, 
Fucking hell, this is that awesome. scene where he comes in the room and he's sat there with the Lego Death Star and he drops <laughs> yeah. it. I like the bit where like they're trying to figure out what to do about the vulture and then that kid's just sat there with a Spider Man mask on going, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, I want them to make a pop of that by the way. Ned with the uh, yeah, with the with the, the Spider Man mask, mask on. on. I also like the the bit I mean it is just comedy gold. Yeah. They do every scene. I don't it kinda of negates what you said before where you said pushing comedy in but it has been like how can we make this scene just a bit funnier what I don't mind as long as it fits and it works like the bit where he just he, he's in detention he didn't need it but you have that bit where it just shows Captain America and like, yeah. so oh, you've yeah. got detention yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, about by it. the way the end credit scene as well when you wait to the end yeah. and you're like what's it gonna be oh, yeah. and then Captain America just comes on and he makes some speech about how waiting's frustrating yeah. or something waiting like that. Waiting is a frustrating time. <laughs> yeah. And you can take it from me. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. So, so funny. What's the name of the guy who he keeps ringing as well? I think some of that banter is brilliant. So, so, it's, so, so it's the guy oh, who uh, happy. plays. Happy. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy's great. Yeah. You know, and even the bits with Tony Stark... They just fit for me. It yeah. was just very yeah. well done. It wasn't, it wasn't overtly, in it too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was perfectly done. Yeah, I like the I, whole father. The, the, the arc of, of it to yeah. like obviously, you know, he's done something that almost like caused destruction mm-hmm. rather than fixing it, mm-hmm. and that whole development mm-hmm. of his character yeah. from that moment. That was I just think it was a stunning was almost uh, film for me. I just like that Uncle we... Ben moment with the responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I like the I like the I, Marvel are very good at doing this. I've wrote it down a few times, but they're very good at getting in of tagline that used to be cheesy and putting it in a modern film. So we have with the Avengers where he goes he's literally Tony Stark talking to Loki going, We're the Avengers and he looks at him composing goes Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Just off the top of his head, like that. Brilliant in, yeah. in Ant Man when he's uh, Cross is talking about the legend of Ant Man. He goes, yeah. you know, some call it a mystery, tales to astonish. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and I always I go. And in this, he goes, can't you just be like and a friendly neighbourhood yeah. Spider Man? Yeah. That is perfect. Yeah, I, it is brilliant. It's, it's like, great. Yeah. With DC, could I could not speak do that highly one. enough about this one. I absolutely love it. It's just definitely blew, blew me away. What was good about it as well is Eve. Weird, like, weird, this is weird. Eve hasn't seen the Andrew Garfield films. She didn't even know they existed mm. until I, I told like a few months ago. So she hadn't even heard anything of Andrew Garfield. She, and I was like, why? And she's like, well, Spider-Man, I'm not that interested. Mm. I put this on, and she was going to be just doing some work. After about ten minutes, she sat next to me watching intently. She watched the whole thing. Yeah, she loves it, it. It's a great film. You don't, uh, you don't really need to just love Spider Man to to enjoy this film. This was just a really good film. Uh, there's a bit of a cliffhanger as well now because at the very end, Aunt May now knows he's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like you know that's what Marvel do get right with the end credit scenes yeah. and that a lot of time they kind of dangle you don't need the like yeah. the next setup. And that was perfect. So just right at the end, bang, now she knows. And also, now that we know that that girl's MJ, if you watch it back, her behaviour seems a lot different. Rather than be a weirdo. That one, because it was like, obviously, that was a bit of a throw in as well, where you just went, oh shit. Yeah, but if you watch back now. Because she is not your stereotypical MJ, is she not? No. To to look at. This looks like that that kind of. Is this a bugbear with you? Or something. No, it's just a discussion for another time. <laughs> we just need to wrap this up because I need okay. to go to work. Um, <laughs> that's, for me, it's a nine. Nine for me. Nine. Eight. Eight. Um, what's after? Thor Ragnarok. 
came out November last year. Um, I absolutely loved it. I know you I didn't, did, Joe, I but didn't. I, this is my number three in my in in my list. And I know that you're thinking that's ridiculously high, but I've had an. I understand ball why. With this I understand why. It's my own fault. I made a film in my head <laughs> that this was not. It was stupid of me to do so. I loved it. I'm, I'm never going to do that again. I love the humour. I love the visuals. I love the story. I love everything about it. Apart from Stanley's cameo, because I thought that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I love this film. This is What's the it? funniest film in the Marvel franchise for me and I obviously love me comedy so it sits very it's high it's almost like they did it sit down so funny it's like a, a committee sat down and tried to figure out how to make Gaz Masters laugh because <laughs> it is because all the stuff let's get a character in from New Zealand yeah, you find that like, accent hilarious I anything it, they say it, I for the entire movie thought that was Reese Darby all the way through, yeah. I was like, it's Reece Darby, and it's not. It's the, the director. Yeah. I was like, what? I, <laughs> as soon as I looked it up afterwards, I was like, what? Yeah. I, and he is the my fa- most favourite character <laughs> in any of yeah. the universe. It is just brilliant. He's amazing. The hammer pulled you off. Oh. Like, <laughs> but I, as, as JB knows, I'm, I, I'm not, not a fan of pops, right? There's basically a pop wall over there that's my girlfriend's. I have... That's debatable. I have two pops. I, I got the the Max from um, Mad Max from uh, Stranger Things. I got her in the Michael Myers Halloween costume. Yeah, because that was just fucking cool. I had to get that. And I've got Jason Voorhees. Right, right. two of my horror favourites right there. I've just bought a Korg pop. Korg is amazing. The kid, I, I just had to because I just love him so yeah. much and I want him there. What's the name <laughs> of his little mate? Oh, I've forgotten. I've because it's your thing of the scene where he's like he's just, alive he's dead yeah. <laughs> 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 that is so funny I literally oh, was like pissing myself yeah. laughing and then he goes oh he's not dead <laughs> <laughs> oh he's alive oh hey so, so good, good. Man. The, uh, you know I mean the humour was the best bit about it but the action yeah. in this oh that's yeah. it sorry this is again why I think a committee made this they were like who should we have as kind of the villain uh, should we have Jeff Goldblum? Yes! But uh, a funny villain. Yeah, yeah. Gaz will like that. Yeah. He'll take that I, off. I, I thought it looked fantastic. Yeah. This is visually this looks great. stunning as a comic film as well. The colours, again, like I always go on about like how like Batman Forever got that tone yeah. of the colours like, perfect. Yeah. This looked perfect mm-hmm. for comic oh, book yeah. movie. It was just yeah. so colourful, so bright. And it was so action-packed and so thrilling and mm. energetic the whole way through. And then Hulk comes in. And, you know, you get full with his helmet, which oh. I know you love. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's so And the music. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Like Zeppelin. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect for ah! Thor, you know, like... Oh, superb. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, looking back, I did like the film. It just didn't hit the box. Right? I, it it makes me wonder whether they had this film ready to go from the outset and that song whoever was doing like the lead up to that because the way it's perfect for four when you yeah. think about it like the mentioning of Valhalla the, and all that kind of stuff. It's the only thing perfect yeah. it's basically his theme music Eve the only yeah. thing Eve said she thought it was going to go into Thunder by ACDC but I did mm. point out to her ACDC's Iron Man can't, yeah. he can't have that but no I, I, I did enjoy it I, I think it'll get I'll get grow fonder over time at the moment it's a seven but it will probably crawl up. This is a nine for me as well. Absolutely loved it. I've rated it an eight. 
I loved it, but it doesn't hit the dizzy heights. The dizzy heights. I yeah. So neither, neither does Shark, shark in it. Right. Oh, let's, and just quickly to mention, Hulk was dead good in it as well. Let's move on to the last one, uh, Black <laughs> Panther, which came out February this year. Mm. Now, I I wasn't blown away by Black Panther. I don't think it's a bad film by any means, mm. but it's at the bottom of the list. Not right at the bottom, but it's number 15 for me, just yeah. above Thor The Dark World and just below Iron Man oh, 2. I think we both agreed with this one. To us. Yeah. Uh, me more so, I think, went lower, didn't I, than, than yourself yeah. at the time. Yeah. I just, like Captain America, just didn't enjoy it as much. I just I think that yeah. the tone of it was a lot more subdued. I get what they would where your arguments were all you know it's political and you know it's about almost turning social reform on its head and all this mm. kind of stuff. I kind of get what you're saying. It's but... an important film and I understand the historical significance and everything that goes in with that. I get it. I'm just looking at it objectively as a comic book film mm. that I want to watch. Yeah. And that's why I've read it. I get I, I mean, but what I, I still I don't would understand be is, to go and see it again. You, you right. Your arguments, I don't know if they've changed now, but your arguments at the time were you didn't find it as fun. Well, I, and I, I, well, but I, I didn't like the pacing. In I, it, I, I don't think you could. I don't think that will change because I didn't think it was fun at the time. And that's the first time. Well, I don't think it ever, it never, it most. But it never advertised itself as fun. That doesn't matter. That doesn't The character of Black Panther has never been. Isn't fun. No, it's not even that. fun in Civil War. He's a, really stuck up his own ass, and that's what he's like. So I, I knew that going in. I, I kind of get it from you. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing at Gaz here, but. Chris, I was shocked just because you like that comic, so I thought you you'd guess that that was going to be the tone of the film, the pacing and everything. Yeah, no, I d- it wasn't about that for me. That wasn't like the issue that I had with it. I just didn't think it was as good as everyone's saying it is. It's I, perfectly fine film. I, 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 There's some I, I, really I, funny parts in it. I loved Shiri in it and and all that business. You know, I loved Wakanda. It looked fantastic. I think it looked it great. It just fell a little bit short for me and wasn't as good as what I was anticipating. I, was I think my yeah, main problem with this one was when they tried to do the humour, I don't think it was anywhere near as strong as no. what we've seen previously. No, I agree with you and on that, that. And that almost because... If they'd have nailed, like they have in four at times, when it's been a darker, more subdued... Uh, storyline if they'd have nailed the comedy I think I could have forgiven it a bit more but some of the jokes just fell flat and that made it then feel a bit oh, I think it wasn't worth that... getting through this subdued movie because I didn't get anything like the, the humour out of the it the action's really good the, the fight scenes are amazing and it looks All stunning I just think there is as someone has pointed out to me since and I kind of take it on board now that the lighting is actually quite bad in the final scene yes yeah, so, so, I, I Someone, I remember saying that. Did you think it was really dark? And CGI-y. Mm. I kicked the CGI thing, but I kind of took that on a pinch of salt because it was like, I, I, it's not as bad as Justice League CGI. Yeah. Um, but then now someone's pointed out, and you know what, it is dark, and it is hard mm. to kind of to tell what's going on. I thought, it's odd, the, the location side of things looked brilliant, mm. but the, the fight scenes, mm. like, as I think I said it at the time, the bit with the car, which was supposed to be this amazing, like, looking scene, mm. for me, just felt a bit awkward. Mm. And I, I, there's something... And that first scene where he's fighting in the jungle, and I couldn't see what the fuck was going mm. on. I remember mentioning that. It is, it's... That, but then it makes up for it with the waterfall fight scenes. Our battles are just fantastic, mm. and have me on... Even though I knew the second time I watched it, I knew what the outcome was. I was still on the edge of my seat, not almost like I didn't know. 
Mm. It's a weird one. It's a weird way to kind of come to the end of this road as we go to Infinity War because you two didn't like it. No. Well, no, I, I, I wouldn't say I didn't like it. I just, um, it was perfectly fine. It's just not as good as everyone's banging on about. That's all, you know. I mean, what would, I mean, would your ratings change? I think I gave I it think a I nine at the it, time. I might now give it an eight. I think I, I gave it a five or a six. I lean towards giving it a six now. If I, if I did give it a five, I gave it a five, but I'll, I'll give it a six. I gave it a seven. I just have a little bit of a, a tangent to go off on here towards the end about the Infinity Gems, or Infinity Stones, okay. as I call them in the film. There's a few things floating around. There's a theory... Well, hold on. Them. Before you start, I really managed to avoid a lot of shit at the moment. This isn't going to spoil No, 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 no spoilers, <laughs> no. no. Um, so just to recap, that is six Infinity Stones. Correct. Power is purple. Reality is uh, red. Yeah. Space is blue. Yeah. Time is green. Mm. Mind is yellow, and soul is orange. I and mean, we just don't know where the soul one is. And the power uh, gem or stone. Uh, the current owner is in the Nova Core. Yeah. Uh, last seen on Xandar. Yeah. Uh, the reality stone. Uh, the current owner is the Collector. Mm. Last seen on Nowhere. Mm-hmm. The space stone is owned by Loki. Last seen on Asgard. The Time Stone is uh, current owner of Doctor Strange, last seen in the New York Sanctum. Uh, the Mind Stone, current owner is the Vision, yeah. last seen in the Vision's forehead. <laughs> and the Soul Stone, current owner and last seen, we don't know. Now, there's a theory going on called the Thanos Theory. Have you heard about this? Is that the stones spell Thanos? Yes. The stones and where they are spell out Thanos. So, I'll show Gaz because he's sat next to me here. <laughs> Look at his face. I don't understand that. So, the, so obviously Thanos, T H A N O S. So the space T H A N O S. So the space stone, right, is located in the Tesseract. That begins with a T. Mm-hmm. H, we don't know. It's the soul, the soul Stone. stone. Mm-hmm. I have a theory for that, which I'll tell you okay. in a minute. The Reality Stone is in the ether, beginning with A. Yeah. The Time Stone is in the Necklace. Doctor Strange's mm-hmm. necklace begins with an M. The Power Stone is in the Orb, begins with an O. And the Mind Stone is in the Scepter, beginning with an S. Therefore, it will spell out Thanos. And um, so mm. the H, I think, I think it's in the Soul Stone is in Wakanda. In the hill. In the hill, the the vibranium hill. Mm. And that's how it gives. Possibly. I think certainly judging going maybe back the ancestors read into it yeah. on the trailer and stuff like that, that would make a lot of sense because there's a massive scene which looks like it's in Wakanda. So there's got to be a reason they're there. Well, I just thought it was interesting. Um, any any thoughts, chaps? Um, not, not Do you think there's anything to read into? I, I, just... I'm very... And this is obviously like the thing when we were building up to Star Wars. I'm very... <laughs> you don't, I, I, I don't, I don't like really like the theorising yeah. of things because I think you can almost get too involved yeah. in it and yeah, then yeah. make something in your head yeah. that you'll then come out of going oh I wish it would have been like how I had like rags of rock so I, I just I'm always quite loose I don't, I don't like watching too much I've obviously seen the trailer um, but that's enough for me I'm just looking forward to it yeah. I'm more I'm kind of of this thing where I actually think the soul stone is going to be in Adam Warrock. He's not turning up in Infinity War. I'm, I know. I'm not saying that the Soul Stone is going to show up in Infinity War. I mm. think it's, it's a big... Uh, what do they call it? MacGuffin? He's a big 
character that's not come into it yet then he's a big character he's at the very end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 he's a, they yeah, have a pod and she's is like the pod, isn't the pod it? Yeah, and she yeah, says yeah. I'm going to call him Adam and he's going to be very 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 powerful character and I believe that the Soul Stone is what's caused and it will be how he's born I'd, I'd, I'm convinced of that the Wakanda could be for something completely it's, different there's no scheduled film for him no, no, he's, he's going to be in Guardians the next, of the Galaxy 3, isn't he? Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy right. 3, yeah. He's not going to show up until then. There's going to be another Avengers film before that, though, I think. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be scroll based but we're digressing. Yes. I think that this has been a fantastic little journey. It was yeah. nice. I really enjoyed rewatching them all, because it really made me rethink a couple of them yeah. that I'd previously written off. Um, yeah. I love these films. I love the Marvel films. They're just so fucking good. Yeah. Will there ever be a time where we sit round and think, shall we go through all of the DC universe? <laughs> I probably think not. Maybe when we're part of a suicide cult. <laughs> but it's like some kind of suicide, suicide cult. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Right, it's... Let's wrap up, guys, because okay. I'm going to work. So. No worries. Well, it has been lovely to do this, chaps, mm-hmm. and I imagine the next time we speak, it will be to talk about Infinity War itself or Saga. If you want to be on my podcast, guys. Um, I am up to date. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Listen to Chris's comics. Stay tuned. JB, where can they find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at ProJub on Twitter, or you just go to talknerdy.uk for everything else. And Gaz, where can they find you? I don't even know what my handle is. Gaz doesn't have a Twitter handle. I don't have Twitter. You do. I tag you on it all the time. Yeah, but I don't use it. It's easy to just find. It's not installed. It's easy. (laughs) If you want to get in contact with Gaz, just email talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Send a pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can find me on Twitter, chriswakefield0, and Instagram, chrisjwakefield. And please go and check out the website, www.talknerdy.uk. There's loads of shit on there, loads of new blogs and vlogs. I've started doing uh, comic book haul vlogs, so go and check them out. And uh, there's a new Chris's Comics up there. There'll be an even newer one coming soon, too. And obviously, this podcast is one of many. Go through them, go down. If you go to our YouTube channel, I'm putting up all the old ones slowly when I get the moments to do it. Um, but... Yeah, because we've had to delete the old ones slowly but surely off our um, not SoundCloud, but off we go. Podomatic. Yeah, Podomatic will only allow us certain amount of space so unfortunately if you're looking for our like first few episodes they don't exist currently oh they're on YouTube that's now. what I mean yeah. they're on YouTube we'll and they are slowly going yeah. up so if you want to get keep up to date with them subscribe to the YouTube channel yeah um, yeah we will wrap this up it has been lovely chaps and I've got to say I cannot wait to watch Infinity War yeah. with you I've been Chris I've been JB <laughs> I've been Gaz and we've been talking nerdy <laughs> <laughs>